Texting, episode 352. Justin Vincent, Jason Roberts. That's an unwrap. Very clever. Very clever. <laughs> All right. So what what other smart things you got? What do you mean, what other smart? Uh, well, uh, a little birdie told me that you have been away traveling somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I went to Belize for about a week. We just got back uh, day before yesterday. What's that all about? Oh, well, you know, just trying to get some uh, vacation time in. You know, we haven't had a lot of opportunity for that because of the, the you know, the pandemic over the past few years and kids are starting to leave the house. So, so what's the deal with Belize? Tell me all about it. I mean, like, why? why oh, there? well, it was like we wanted to do um, some kind of um, Caribbean uh, okay. know, beach thing, you know, Jamaica, Bahamas. Is it all expenses paid? By, by who? <laughs> No, I mean, like, I mean, was it one of those things where it's oh, kind of all inclusive? All inclusive all the no, time. No, no. I mean, that's my preference in general because I've done it twice and it's amazing. Yeah. I think, I think, um, you know, when, when you don't do all inclusive, you just have to spend a lot of time organizing and scheduling. It's right. all the logistics you got to do. So if you, oh, we want to go scuba diving or we want to go on a tour or we got to do this and I got to get, there's so much crap you got to get sorted, you know. Whereas yeah. if it's an all-inclusive, it's like, oh, the shuttle's leaving in two hours. Do you want to go to the Mayan ruins? Sure. <laughs> hey, they got scuba diving. They're leaving. They have a one in 20 minutes. They got another one in a few hours. I'll do one in a few hours. You know, I mean, it's like, it's great, right? And there's food, there's like the buffet, everything you want constantly, you know. So I, that's the way to do it. I did it for the first time for my brother's wedding in Jamaica in like 97. And then Sandy and I did it for our honeymoon. But this wasn't that, and but this was still fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Sandy, uh, Sandy's very good at researching and organizing and planning. So we had a lot of stuff to do. In fact, it was kind of like we were kind of wrecked at the end. There was so much. I mean, it was like like the first day was okay. You know, was pretty laid back. You know, you get there for you get there on Sunday night, and then it's just kind of have dinner and check in and all that kind of stuff, right? And the next day it was all like, you know, hanging out at the beach and at the pool and saying, Colby and I did some sailing on one of those like catamarans and, um, you know, things things like that, right? Nothing too major. But then the next day, we had to literally leave our hotel at five fifteen in the morning to get okay. to the ferry. To get to Belize City, because we're on island, we're on San Pedro, which is an island off the coast of Belize. I mean, it's part of Belize, but it's an island. And then we had to take this hour and a half ferry, and then we get picked up by the tour guide, and we get taken to the Mayan forty-five minute drive to the Mayan temples, and then and then it's like you know, then we drive over to the the place we did the zip lining. We did oh, zip, zip lining. You know, we did zip lining in the jungle, and then um. Then right in that same place, they had um, inner tubing. We tubing, you did like this hour and a half tubing thing through caves. There's this, this like river that goes through these um, amazing caves. So, you know, and then you don't, and then, you, then you're done, and then you're like soaking wet and freezing. You know, I forgot to bring a change of clothes. <laughs> I'm just like, you know, and then, you, then they get to the they get drive back to the ferry, and an hour and a half ferry ride. You know, eight o'clock, and you're just like, damn. That was like that was brutal, and um, I don't know. We we did stuff, you know. We did some other. We went to Secret Beach and did this big obstacle course. They had these big like floating obstacle courses, which was awesome. Did you ever see that show Wipeout? Yeah, it was kind of like Wipeout. Oh, fun! Super fun. My I think my favorite of the holiday. So they had a 
you know, you had a bunch of people on it. You go, you you you, you put like a life vest and you go out to off the dock and you go swim over to it. And then they have all these different, it's like an obstacle course, right? It's pretty, and it's hard. It's hard. It's really slippery. It's really slick. It's hard to get across things, get up things. Not only because it's just challenging and it's by its nature, but it's also just slippery. And so at the end, Sandy and I had a, a race. <laughs> She's like, we're going to do a race. <laughs> It was funny. And so, and there were some other parents and kids kind of watching. Everybody was kind of laughing and everybody is cheering for her. And we're going opposite directions so that we have to pass each other, right? And she, she slips and falls off part of the way through. So she's having to get back on. And she had been doing really well at this stuff. Sandy's very athletic as I think I've probably talked about on the show. She was a recruited track athlete and stuff. Right. So she's very athletic. And so we're going... And I, I get to the end, I mean, I, I, I get past all this stuff and there's these kids and there's like, I don't know, like seven and 10 brother and sister were cheering for Santa. And I went and I threw them in. I was like, <laughs> get here, out of here. <laughs> and I think that was the highlight. The parents thought that was the funniest thing they ever saw. Cause I just come <laughs> running by them and just push them off. <laughs> you push them in. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. That was super fun. And, um. Did Colby have do that same thing? Did he have fun? Oh with yeah, Colby was doing. He was racing with the. Uh, he had a couple guys who out there who kind of run the thing who were like, you know, zero percent body fat. <laughs> you know, that's all they do, right? They're like these, they live they live out there on that thing, and Colby was racing against them, and <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was really fun, and um, that would be one of my highlights. But then we went we went snorkeling for a uh, a day. It's not like you go out there. You take a little, like a little boat out there and you go snorkel for an hour and you come home. No, we went snorkeling. We had all day, like <laughs> six snorkel thing thing. Like they would go, oh, we're going here. We're going to go to the reef and then we're going here to the shipwreck and then we're going to go here and the lobsters and then we're going to go have lunch and we'll go back out and then we're going to go look swim at the shark. It was like, Jesus Christ, each one was You like need a vacation 40, from the vacation. Every one of them was like 40, 30 to 45 minutes of snorkeling. Oh, man. Which... You know, it's you're out there in the ocean swimming around. There's no life vest. You're just sitting there with your 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 snorkeling, just swimming in the ocean. That's and that's a lot of swimming. That's, that's a, a that's, lot. That's of, like six hours of swimming or something. It was a lot. And um, two things. Well, one, my snorkel had an had a problem. So every like seventh or eighth breath breath breath, water would start coming in. And so I would have to like come up, turn my snorkel the thing upside down to dump out the water and come back in. That got really exhausting. And it's also a little distressing when you're kind of like sucking in water and you're out in the middle of the ocean. You know, you kind of start swallowing a little bit. Yeah. And uh, that was brutal. And um, Are you but sure I mean, the snorkel was broken. It wasn't you just you going underwater and no, because you know, I, I, <laughs> um, well, the first time we went out to the, to the lobster, the second one, and I, I, I came back halfway and I, the guy, I'm like, I don't know, I'm getting water in this thing. What, you know, and I was like, He's like, oh, you know, there's this membrane thing. It looks like it just gets, you know, kind of bent. You got to fix. So I learned how to fix it and I was fixing it. It just kept, it just wouldn't stay. Anyway, so that oh, was, okay. so it was like twice as hard for me because I'm literally sucking in ocean water every eighth <laughs> breath. That's like, um, that's like the little membrane they have on baby bottles to only allow the water to go yeah, in yeah. one way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mine was broken. Right, so I was yeah. a baby sucking in milk <laughs> on the wrong pipe. But nice. the, um, <laughs> the uh, thing of funny, so so we're all very, I would say, pigment challenged. 
So we were like, we were like, put sunscreen on constantly, and we still all got, and putting our shirts on. Anytime, as soon as we got out of the water, it's put put shirts on, like double uh, again, cover up, and all the sunscreen. Still got sunburn. Oh man! But but you're at the you're at the like near the equator, and you're out there all day, and it's like it's like impossible not to. Early was the only fun. one. Early was the only one because she's kind of naturally sort of she's more of a tan. She's the more pigment. The rest of us. You look kind of healthy. You yeah. look like you've you've had a rest. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We, did, did you turn your brain off? I mean, or were you thinking no. about? You you were thinking about math academy the whole time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like I can't, I can't turn my brain off. My brain doesn't turn off. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't. I get I get instantly bored. You know, um, so I had my, you know, one thing I was doing is I was um, starting to research sort of the SEO kind of stuff. Yeah. So how are we going to yeah. get organic traffic, right? Now? I was going to say, I kept on seeing you, like, you, you've been away on vacation for a week, but you were in Discord quite a lot, so. <laughs> yeah, well, you have my phone with me, and then I'm just kind of, you know, there's a, you always have downtime where you're sitting around, you know, waiting for, yeah. get picked up for a tour, whatever it was. And, um, you know, I can't just sit there and stare at the sunset for you know an hour <laughs> i need something yeah. to do so but i, I kind of got really on this whole um mental track of trying to figure out how the how the uh, seo game works you know so how, how do we get organic traffic how do we create this flywheel right what's the yeah and um the long and the short of it is there's no there's no cheat you know no. it's it's a very straightforward game you got to put in the work but you got to figure out you know the keywords and the rank four and you got to Right, really quality content. Da, 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 mm -hmm. That's a really involved process, and there's a fair amount to it. There's some technical things. There's the on-page SEO, the off-page SEO. There's the backlink. You know, there's all this kind of stuff, right? And so I was like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We are going to study up on this until we're as expert as we can be, just from sort of a literature review. And when I say we, I mean myself, Justin, Alex, and and Yuri, which I would kind of as the core of the team. And as I, I can't be all on me, as I, I need more, there needs to be multiple people and we all need to kind of sort of, this needs to be just a group effort, team lift. And um, plus it's interesting, right? It's just a, it's interesting sort of intellectual game. It's like, how do we, how do we play this? How do we want to allocate resources in, in the most efficient way possible? And so I was like, I'd be watching video after video and reading blog post after blog post, how to, you know, S, you know, SEO strategies and conversion rate optimization and churn analysis and soft churn and oh, invert churn. I mean, I, I, in every rabbit hole I would go down here, like there's a little sub, sub, you know, you like, how do you write really good user case studies? You know, how do you, yeah. how do you, you know, like, you know, so I, and so I would, I would, you know, read like five of these. Each one's like a 15 to 30 minute read or what. So I'm just posting the Slack into our SEO channel that I created. And I'm just like, and so what I, what I had asked Justin to do is like, one thing Justin does, not, not you, Justin's guy, yeah, so Justin. yeah. confused, um, is he's, he, he's really good at taking sort of notes and writing everything down where, I, which is something I'm really bad at. I don't write anything down. Everything's in my head. <laughs> right. <laughs> just like Kobe. I wonder where he gets it from. Yeah, exactly. And so um, I was like, hey, could you just kind of, you know, write some like the key points out of these things if, after you read them? Because it's just what he wants to, he does anyway with everything he reads. And so with this one document, which is like a bullet pointed synopsis of every key 
point or tool or or whatever for every all these articles and videos. So we have everything. So you could just read the whole thing like, yep, yep, yep. Because otherwise you watch this stuff and you're like, God, you know, I thought there was something about mm -hmm. this or something about it. It's like, nope. And then, and so I was telling Justin, I was like, right, so what we want to do is, is we, we want to keep reading all this stuff until our so it starts asymptoting off where it's like, yeah, I've, I've heard all this three times. I get it. Yeah, I get it. You know, keyword research, I get it. Long tail, then I get it. You know, da, da, da. What's competitive, domain authority, you know, like all those things. And so it's been really interesting because I love learning new stuff, mm -hmm. especially when it's relevant to achieving a specific yeah. goal, right? Mm -hmm. So that's been sort of like, that was what I was doing. <laughs> what was your, I mean, if you, if you had like a, a sort of summary, well, I guess you're, you already said it. Well, I could say, so summary of what's the, so here's the, here's the thing. Uh, I think Reforge, which is like a group, they have like, they're like a consulting agency and they have something called the, the race car framework. And one thing they said is like, okay, so uh, there's like one where you want these sort of turbo boosters, like which we, we, you and I would, you know, we were talking about like the sort of the Hacker News post or the, or the product content, like these, these, these one-time things where you just boom, you get a, you get a spike of traffic and interest, right? And there's different mm -hmm. ways you can do it through PR, through, you know, writing a, you know, blog, blog post that takes off on Hacker News or whatever it is. And, um, but that doesn't, that stuff doesn't, it's not, there's no it doesn't, it, it dries up after a pretty short right. period of time. And, but, but the, the, um, the organic stuff, sort of the content, um, you know, this sort of the content marketing where you're just, you're going after keywords that are relevant to your business, that people who would be interested in your product or service, this is the kind of stuff they're going to search for. Right. And whether it's top of funnel, bottle of funnel. And so top of funnel being sort of general stuff that's related to what you're doing. Bottom funnel is really like they're searching for you. And middle middle funnel is kind of like they know there's a solution to this. They're not really sure which provider is a solution or whatever. And that's when you do comparison and contract. So you have these sort of, you hit different parts of the funnel. Right. But um, so you want to, but this is a longer game, right? I mean, playing this game is something that in the short term, is like three to six months before you really see much juice. I mean, they yeah. sometimes say, well, everybody says that because nobody wants to give their clients hopes up, but you'll usually start seeing something after a month and you'll really start to see some, you should start to see some significant stuff after three months and the six month is when he really starts and really goes. But it's more like that six to 24 month, you mm -hmm. know, um, timeframe. But it, it, but once you really start getting it going and you get this traffic he's building, it's like, it's, it kind of compounds and it's like this ongoing thing. Now, it doesn't mean you can do it and quit. You need to keep, it's an ongoing effort of trying to publish really high quality content. And, um, and then they talk about like, there's one, like they use a whole you, you uh, race car analogy, which is the lubricant, which is like, you got to make sure that your churn is low. Like you got to make your onboarding is, is really good and that your product is good. So there's all these things have to work together, you know? And, um, so it's really about figuring out what's the optimal mix of these things. You know, when you don't have 30 or 50 or 100 people in your company, and you're like, oh, I can't have 10 people in the marketing department. I got like me and Justin, a little bit of his time, and a little bit of that. So how, what do we do? You know, what do we need to do to start? And, and I think the key is, um, I think the important thing is you need to invest in the, in the, in the content marketing as like an ongoing just the effort. It will pay off over time. But you can't spend all your time doing it. Obviously, you need to spend time on your product. If your product sucks, it doesn't make any difference. Nobody's <laughs> going to care. Well, it's interesting. I was listening to a great interview right. with a guy who's the chief marketing officer or something at um, or at uh, at Ahrefs. Have you heard of them? 
Yeah, Ahrefs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're like like pretty much the, I guess, the leader in the, in the SEO tool space, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I listened to some interviews with him, read some interviews with him. And one thing he said is that he when he was hired on by the, um, I guess the founder is really technical and he brought this guy in to be sort of like the, the kick, kick, really kickstart the marketing. And he's like, yeah, he spent like the first year and he didn't even do any marketing. He's like, fix the product. <laughs> you got to fix the product. The product is not right. There are too many issues. It's too hard to use. It's too unclear. You know, like let's fix the product. And that's your key issue. You got to get that right. Um, you know, which yeah. is what we've, talked about i mean it's it's the common knowledge it's like you build something 100 people love before you start trying to push it just don't right, even right. really bother it's just a leaky bucket yeah 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 um so you know there's we could talk for multiple episodes about this stuff and we probably will talk about this being an ongoing thing because this is really is really interesting stuff um but um the the other thing was time was I was it was really interesting was 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 looking into uh, churn. What's an acceptable churn rate? This is talking about subscription churn, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like yeah. it's a difference between obviously a difference between enterprise and you know business B two B SaaS consumer SaaS transact consumer can can um you know whether it's consumer sort of uh you know transactional or, or I've heard social. stuff like about churn just like that um it churn is actually what caps what caps your top line because basically you get to a point where if they're churning over a certain percentage you you can't grow past it because your marketing doesn't bring in enough people well so that's yeah why so, churn so is so important because for the flywheel yeah so here there's, there's one of the things is that you know let, let's say that you have um five percent churn a month well if you do Point zero point nine five to the twelfth, so you, so it's, you lose every you lose forty six percent of your subscribers in one year. Yeah. So, so you got to double inside. You, you got to grow a lot just to stay even. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That no five percent churn is is like really unacceptable. So, you really, I think they, I, th I can't remember exactly, but they think like you know, you can't expect. So you can't expect B2B small business SaaS to be the same as enterprise because enterprise, they, they do these big contracts and once they lock in, it stays around for many years. Likewise, you can't expect consumers who can just be kind of fickle. Hey, we're in, we're out, you know, whatever, to, to be as reliable as like a contract with a small business. So you have yeah. to kind of have some, uh, a little bit of reality check about what you can even, what's even achievable. Um, but... Yeah. I can't off the top of my head. I think it was like for consumer SaaS, which isn't a huge thing actually, which is something worth we're talking about. And business SaaS, B two B SaaS. Usually when they talk about SaaS, you're usually talking B two B. I don't even assume B two B. Yeah, but they don't even think you're really talking. I mean, yeah, there's there's Noom and Grammarly and Netflix. There's not much. There's not there's much. Not much. No. It's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. And and um, because consumers don't like to. Spend money. They expect everything. No, for they free. don't. Like ten bucks a month for consumers is like really, really tough to get. Yeah. Um, but I think it's more like if you could get one, if you could get two percent churn, consumer says you're doing well. Now one that's five, per one year. Point five is great. That's month. not per month. No, per month is good. Is is considered um, based on the stuff that I've read. If you can, I think it was one point five. If you can get one point five percent churn per month no. for consumer subscription you're done really really that's great that's okay. great 
Um, That's interesting. I I I thought it, I always thought it were they talking about annual, but yeah, okay, fair enough. But I was kind of thinking when our when our comment right is so we're kind of in a different a weird space because we're not like you know when you we sign up for like I say something like Noom like the weight loss thing or you do some kind of workout app or something or you know whatever you're you're kind of just using it for yourself right you're it's something you buy consumers I'm in I'm out whatever but when it's parent buying it for the kid as a little I think it's a little better situation so I would call Definitely. it B to P. B to P business the parent is a different model because I think parents don't want to give up on their kids. Right. So it's like for something like education, you're like, okay, so my daughter hasn't really been using it as much last couple months, but we're going to get, we're going to get going, you know, like we're going to get going. It's been a little busy, you know, the, you know, holidays have been crazy. We'll get back on it. They're not ready to just say, nah, we're canceling. I'm going to save my, you know, $40 $40 a month. They're like, no, let's get back on it. Well, that's also on you to build special tools and features that enable them to ramp back up if, they, if they've stopped it for two months. That's things right. like that. That's yeah. right. That's right. So that's, that is something I'm concerned about when I see sort of what I would call a soft churn, which is, yeah. it's not really a soft churn. I think what happens is a parent says, you know, my daughter needs you know, more challenging math. The, the stuff they're doing in school is a joke. You know, being good at math is really important. And, I, you know, she wants to go to a good high school or college, whatever it is, right? Um, but then sometimes there's not great coordination between mom and dad, maybe, or there's sort of like expectations are off a little bit because, you know, there's other activities or stuff. But it's still like, look, this is a really powerful tool. It's important that she be good at math, that she level up. So even if we're not using it as much as I would like to see, we're going to try and move in that direction, right? It's, it's kind of like, it kind of reminds me of like um, how as adults, you, you, you don't really want to, just because you've been lazy about going to the gym for three or four or five or even six months, you're not going to cancel your membership. I mean, if it's super expensive, yeah. you might, but you're not, or you might cancel it. <laughs> but most of them are like, no. oh, I'm getting back into it. No, even I have paid for a year's worth of not using the gym. Yeah, you're like, because you're asking, you're like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna get back into it because you should, right? You think you're gonna get back into it? Yeah, yeah, you and, should. And they make it, they make it just painful enough that it's not easy to unsubscribe and then subscribe. Yeah, like, you you've got to have some level of paperwork. They do, they do. And then of course initiation fee, an initiation, yeah, fee. initiation fee, yeah. Right. So. um yeah, I mean, so, you know, that's one of the things that I need to work on is when when people fall off the wagon, getting them back on the wagon, have a series of notifications that sort of, it's sort of like a tutor says, hey, you know, we haven't done a lot in the last few weeks. I think we should get back on it. How about we do this? Or why don't we, why don't we just lower the expectation just to get things going? You know, like what would a really good tutor do, right? They would reach out proactively, say, you know, I'd hate to lose all the ground that we gained. You know, I, even if she's busy, if we could just do 10 minutes a day. Do like a, you should do like an XP bonanza. A bonanza? It's like, it's, it's like, it's like, a, it's like if they, it's like if they didn't, you know, do something for two weeks or whatever, you just, you just do some kind of special Easter egg of, you know, some kind of Easter egg hunt event type of concept where they, ju- they just have this chance to earn double XP or quadruple XP or something like that, you know? Well, I think Just also... Just to get them back in. Yeah, no, that, that's, you know, things like that are a good idea. One of the things that 
is uh, is pro- potentially problematic is so that we what we do is we have this thing sort of like an XP goal, right? And Duolingo for language learning does this as well, right? It's like okay, I'm gonna do 30 XP a day, and then it'll say, hey, three days in a row, you get a three day streak, great, right? And, streak, yeah. And, and it does that kind of stuff, and it's like, oh, you're falling behind. Let's see if we can get a streak going. The way we've been doing it is very punitive. Because the thing, all the yeah, counter you, never stops. You've mentioned this, yeah. It's like you're punching them in the face. Yeah. So I got that. That's something we're going to be changing. I mean, it makes sense when it's their class and they're in school, and it's like this is your homework, dude. You know, you don't get to like take a week off. You know, like this is this is this is, and you know, because the teacher says, "Look, this is what you got to do. This is your grade." Do it. Don't do it. Well, this is I just this to be real clear. This is what you're supposed to do. If you're on track to get a C, unless you pick up the pace and catch up. Whereas, as people who are homeschool, and particularly if they're doing it and as an enrichment or an uh, thing that they use to augment whatever they're supposed to be doing in school, you probably need to be a little more uh, forgiving. You know, more like, hey, let's kind of the streaks and stuff, and like, hey, let's try and let's try and get over reach this goal by the end of the month, or let's as opposed to. Huh, wow, you're fifteen hundred XP behind. You know? It's it's, it's <laughs> right. not it's it's just really um and I think that kind of demoralizes some kids. Uh and yeah. so and, and we need to fix that for sure. Absolutely. But hey, yeah. I mean I could talk about I guess a ton of stuff to talk about Math Katie, but I don't want to let's 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 talk let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about um task flowy. Well, why, you know what? I mean, like the, that's, that's something to talk about, you know, the, what's the brand? I don't know. I don't know what the I'm brand just, is. But, I don't think you worry about it. I'm just kidding. But just, uh, just, uh, before, before we actually talk about it, what I wanted to say is, um, if anyone wants to follow more closely to what I'm doing with Taskflow, uh, let me know in the discord because, uh, I'm, I'm actually doing a lot of posts and updates, uh, posting looms, technical discussions and stuff like that in the Taskflow channel on discord. And, um, it's, we're having some fun discussions there. You know, it's, it's, it's quite, it's, dude, it's, I couldn't uh, even catch up. I, I, I <laughs> was not paying attention for half a day and I was like 75 <laughs> messages behind. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> you we, and was it Emra and we're talking about Warner a lot of stuff. And, a lot of stuff. I mean, I mean uh, like it was all, I was like, I was like, I give up. I, 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 I declared task flow channel bankruptcy. <laughs> I'm well, like, you you can up. jump in another time. I mean, you know, it's well. I kind of got it just I was like, oh, okay, I get what he's talking. About. But it was so funny. I was like, God, man, you guys. <laughs> but um, yeah, I've and I've got like um, like we have a we have a a group like in Discord. So just let me know in Discord if you want to follow. And then when I when I post a loom or something, I post it to at Taskflow Alpha, and you'll get pinged. Oh, so you even have a special, just like the special group. This is a group. Well, no, the group. we all. I mean, we all like. Oh, well, I guess it's. I guess it's the role roles. I mean, you have it too with uh, with Math Academy. I do. So math. Okay. So basically, I tag anyone who's Math Academy as Math Academy Beta, but it's just like uh, Tosflow Alpha. If they've if they've expressed an interest in Tosflow, I just tag them as Tosflow because okay. I think badges is a fun thing in Discord. You know, so that mm-hmm. people can be texting Scholar. You know, Math Academy Beta, like um, all the different things. You know, so that. But anyway, yeah, that was that was one of the first thing I wanted to say. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it's I mean, it's got to be. It looks like you're having fun having a group of people, it, kind of it, helping you out, giving you crap, encouraging <laughs> you. What I mean, just 
It's just it's like it's like a it's like a little think tank. You got your own little mastermind, technical mastermind group. You'll think, you know beta testers. I mean, because they're not just users. I mean, these are guys that are very technical, and they're also kind of startup yeah. people. So they, you're getting suggestions from all angles, and sounds like people you're have very strong opinions about things. Very strong opinions, like like bullet like points. <laughs> <laughs> bullet bullet points that's like, why i'm like dude you need to have a preferences screen people have strong faith you just like like you know like you you we are we're we're you and me are simpatico about this like it makes sense to have a bullet point on every on on every node because it's just it's just a boundary it just makes it clear this is the beginning of a node it's not just some random text hanging in the midair but uh, no no there's there's people who are like bullet points are superfluous what a waste of time. <laughs> so it's like, I get it. Okay. I mean, there's stuff I care about, so I get it. I mean, I, like I said, I think you should make note of all these things and just make them preferences. And, and I think that's make everybody happy and customize. Everybody can, because every, otherwise people are like, screw it. I'm going back to my text file because it just pisses me off because it just yeah. doesn't do those things. And you're just like, it's just annoying. It's um, going to be, I think, I think that's the way it's going to be. I think, the, the, so uh, there's, there's so many things that I've got to talk about uh with it like um but i think i think it's going to be like a google docs type of thing i think that's the direction it's headed in it's going to be like um like have a like a file menu you know like a menu system and you'll be able to go into it deeper and change uh like preferences all that kind of stuff that we were talking about um the actual software itself it's very it's sort of like I'm 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 building like a like Word or something. Like it's it's quite a lot like a text editor. I mean it it essentially is a text editor. It is a big ass text file with structure. That's actually kind of what it what it is. Yeah, which is what I said from the start. I was like, that's what <laughs> yeah. you want. Yeah. It's a big ass text file with structure, and I have to build those components. So say for it so so every node is different. You know, every every node is like a different DOM element. Yeah. But but I still have to build in the drag awareness so mm -hmm. that if you do drag over five nodes it selects them mm -hmm. and then if you copy that text it like copies as one block all that kind of stuff like by the way I, i've come around to the drag and drop thing that you were talking about i get what you were talking about like i don't you drag like a parent element and there's like 10 elements it's going to be really annoying like i get it okay i cool. get it yeah but i just the, need to execute on it better but yeah. the problem was right it was just kind of buggy and that's why yeah, I, it, yeah, it wasn't yeah. showing uh, and, and of course if you dragged outside it didn't work so there was just wasn't so yeah. I get it. I and by the way, I I um I, I set up an account on Notion just to kind of see how this even works. Yeah. I mean, I played with it for like literally seven minutes, I think. So it's not okay. like I really got a whole lot of it. But I was like, okay, I, I kind of get it. And they were doing the drag and drop that way. And I'm like, okay, that works. This is fine. You know, this is fine. You know, it's really interesting the Notion thing. So, you you know, um, I've built quite a lot of um CMS types things. Mm -hmm. Like you you you've seen them before. Like for for Modern Teacher, I built a couple of them. Just ways of creating content really fast. You know. And with um, Nugget, I've created one. And um, the general editor, the like the node editor, is like so much better than anything that I've done before. Like that, that would have been really good mm -hmm. uh, to have as a main content input uh, system. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm like, well, it looks like people are impressed. It looks like you're getting a lot of positive feedback, right? People are generally impressed with what it can do i mean obviously people are saying well it's a little buggy when i do this that or the other thing but the core thing is doing people seem to be like you got something here this is pretty cool 
Yeah, right? go, it's t- taskflow.co if anyone wants to play with it. Right, it might, it might, yeah. it might, you know, and I may have missed some yeah. messages. Maybe everybody turned on. No, no, you're right. I mean, basically, pe- people are like, it's it's fast. It's like it's like you know, fifty millisecond fast. You know, it's like or ten millisecond fast is it's as fast as using a big ass text file, basically. Yeah, which is I, I don't think you don't want people to have to compromise on that. That's when people are just like, ah, screw it. You know, yeah. I'm, that's why I don't use Excel because I got to click on it, get it focused. Ah, screw it. But I'm going to tell yeah. you something. I've been thinking about this for the last week while I was down there. I oh, don't want to bring it up. <laughs> oh, crap. Whenever Jason says this, it's going to be like some kind of thought bomb that's going to explode well, in the world. I, I mean, I, I, I'm sure you've thought about it, but I, I want to, I think this is the, this is the thing. If you want to make money with this, you had to build it for teams. You cannot build it for one-on-one people. One-on-one, using individually can only be as an entry point for people to play around with it initially until they decide they like it and get comfortable with it. And then they, they and then and that has to be probably mostly free. Maybe there's a free and a pro. But I think, I think it's got to be, you got to make it for teams and people have to be able to work on the same thing at the same time, which means you have to have server-side um, co-editing. Which 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 is doable. I was actually doing some research on this, and there's some like some pretty straightforward solutions. You know, it's not like and because in reality, you never have like 20 people working in a document. It's usually one or two. It's usually a couple people who might be working on it. Even when even when they share some document, you'll know, share like a Google Doc onto Hacker News. You see a bunch of people looking, and there's actually one person editing or two people. So it's not like it's a huge deal, but. You know, you just show, okay, this person is looking at it, this person editing it, but you're not editing the same damn nodes. Well, we do, I mean, don't, you know, don't forget, we did it with um, the first version of uh, Modern Teacher, Digidoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, built, we built basically that, so that capability where um, multiple teachers could edit the document at the same time. And also we built a Dropbox-style syncing system where um, we had local servers and then we had the cloud. And so the local servers was like a sort of a micro implementation of yeah. the cloud. I, I'm so, I'm a, I'm against all all that local micro build for developers because I think those this that's just those people aren't going to pay for it. You know, those people. No, well, but that's not the re- that's not exactly the reason why I'm doing the um the 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 uh, local DB stuff. Mm-hmm. The reason is because of is just because of performance. Well, I've got a lot to talk about on that. As yeah, well, we'll let's talk about. It. I but I I what what, what the what. I wanted to say, what I've been thinking is that this is one of the harder problems you're going to have to solve to get this to working right. You need to build yeah. it into the DNA from the start. Like you're still kind of in prototype mode. You need yeah. to go after the hardest problems now. Otherwise, you're going to kick the can. Well, I don't know. It's too much work. I use it. You need to figure it out. Just like you're getting the, the editing and all this stuff working really, really well. You need to get the coll- collaborative editing to be um very reliable right no, you know what i i totally agree with that okay i in fact i couldn't agree more like having built you know so many products complicated products the exact right time <laughs> to do to work out the complicated stuff is is to have the discipline and do it at the beginning Right, so a, lot a, lot people, a lot of people, a lot of people, they kick that can down, and then it's too late, and then yeah. they they don't yeah. have the the ability to really change things later, and it's too hard of a problem, and it's I don't too know. baked, it's too baked. You gotta, you gotta. Yeah. So anyway, I didn't know because we haven't really talked about it much lately. We kind of talked around a little bit on the very first time I think the show, and I, I mean, I could have missed it, and but you guys may have already had a deep discussion about this on Discord, but I just wanted to say like, 
you know, my, from what I can tell, this is something that you would like to try and turn into a money-making venture. Oh, for sure. Okay. For sure. And but, if that's the case, but, you got to so build for that's how teams. Notion works. I mean, that, that's what Notion does. But there's something else that I need to talk to you about, like mm -hmm. to, just taking a step back. Um, so the, the way that I was telling you about this being a great sort of editor, just, just a core engine of an editor, if you just think about the engine of the editor working with nodes, quickly shuffling nodes around. So you, you can use that for, um, say what? Okay. Thanks, babe. So you can use that, uh, for like you've described, like where it's just raw text, it's just note taking, there's no formatting. You know, it's just, it's just basic information management, mm -hmm. but you can also do something like notion where you can quickly make one of those nodes a header. You can quickly make one of those nodes a paragraph. You can quickly make one of those nodes like a collection of images or different things. Um, and, uh, you know, what I was wondering is like it, <laughs> there's, there's a discussion. There's a, there's a, there's a point that I need to get to, uh, because Okay, one, one, one thing that I was, this this is higgledy-piggledy, I'm sorry, but there's it's just going to have to be higgledy-piggledy. I don't know what that means. What is higgledy-piggledy? Higgledy-piggledy means it's just like all over the place. Okay. Like there's, I don't have clear, coherent thought about this, so I'm, I'm trying to get to a place of clear, coherent. Okay. So, so let, just allow me to bring in a couple of different concepts. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that I thought would be super cool, um, that would really help me, Remember, I was talking to you about uh, this sort of forward slash command system. So you type forward slash and you can do things quickly with a node. So you could like do command forward slash and type in h1, boom, hit return, it's a header. Or you could type in command forward slash um, estimation, you know, EST six hours, you know, mm -hmm. something like that. So you could quickly get estimation points in there. And so then you could do estimation for, for hours or for points or for money. And then it would instantly roll that up in at the parent node. So you could instantly sort of have this smart document that had that. So, And plus also you could go, let's say, forward slash due uh, in two days. So you forward slash due in two days, like with just, you could use NLP to get dates in there. And so the, the mock-up that I've done that shows the normal text on the left-hand side structured, then with a little sort of, notes little pills like saying you know this is due in 20 this is due in two days this is uh this all these tasks are estimated at about this amount of time so that that leads itself towards task flow the concept of task flow so there's a lot that you could do with the concept of task flow but then if you did stuff like h1 and and blog post writing and blog post exporting that leads its towards the concept of something like write flow because it's great for writing you know mm -hmm. and then if you did another one that was more about notes that's the concept of note flow <laughs> but notion itself is all of those things in one you know mm -hmm. notion is just like everything in one so what i'm wondering is is it the right idea to do something like notion everything in one or is it is a different idea i'm not saying it's a better idea i'm just saying is it is there any uh good things about breaking it down into things and just doing a, just focus on tasks first, you know, maybe do a suite of tools and then combine them as, or, uh, I don't know. It's like, what, what is the right way to, to eat this elephant? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, is it just completely boom, go for notion, <laughs> you know? But I mean, there, that, that, 
The problem with doing that is that might be similar to what I did with Plugio, where I tried to take on, you know, that $75 million company. Hootsuite? And it's like, I should have just... Fo yeah, uh, I can't... Yeah, Hootsuite, yeah. And, I, like, why didn't I just do one, like, focus on one thing at a time, you know? Yeah, well, so, um, so the, 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 the thing about Notion is, like, I just looked at it, it's pretty complicated, a lot going on. Yeah. Right? So sort of the advantage that you have is that you could be more focused and you have a simpler product. It doesn't do as much. Like if they want everything and you try and go, you, you go blow for blow against Notion, then of course you're way behind, right? They're a bigger team and of course they're years ahead. Um, if you say, well, I'm going to focus on less and just make it a really a simpler, more streamlined, faster product. Um, you know, that that would be a one way to, 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 I mean, that's generally what you have to do. You know, can't I mean, go, you can't meet them on, the, on, the, on a normal battlefield. You have to use asymmetric. I mean, but Notion yeah. is basically SharePoint. Like we, like Modern Teacher, we just signed up for a Notion account. Mm -hmm. the, t the, the business team were excited about creating all these pages, you know, on Notion and like using it as a documentation system for onboarding and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That is essentially what, what Notion is. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I mean... Some people do use it for task management, but I, I, it doesn't seem to me to be the obvious choice. Um, it seems to me to be more like a, a share, SharePoint kind of thing. I mean, Mateo uses it for task management, but he just uses the type of stuff that I'm building with Taskflow. So, uh, yeah, I just, I just don't know what the right way to... Is, should I just really double down and focus on just task stuff and just keep the text you know, just text. You can't change, you can't do any formatting. And it's just all about I, tasks and estimations and... Yeah, I, I... Well, it's it's not a big-ass text file if you if you, all if everything's just a task. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's not that's what the, it is. That's the problem. A big-ass text file problem. is flexible because I can put all... Yeah. I can, it basically, but it, it is really two things. It's really notes and tasks. Right, it's just raw information. Mm -hmm. It's not formatted, and I think I think if you're going to do that, if it's about information management, not about presentation, then you then you need to not involve uh, invoke um, the formatting, because then your mind gets on formatting and research. That's why people sometimes don't want to they want to write in Word because they get sucked into like just screwing around with fonts and things. Right, you guys people take I just get just distracting and just just give me some really simple thing to write with you hit the stuff out in hacker news all the time people just want really simple writing space so they're not they're not um sort of enticed to to to, to go down those rabbit yeah, holes you at least want to indicate that like a branch has a like make it make the top of the branch bold so that you can visually but see that should be automatic they should you should have you shouldn't be like bolding stuff and crap like that. I mean, it should be, that's one thing that I, I don't know his real name, but the guy, the designer who, who was commenting. Uh, Ian Scott. Ian. So Ian, one thing that I thought was really interesting, he says, hey, I mean, I wrote- oh, Ian Clark, sorry. Ian Clark, Ian Clark. Is he said, you know, he, he, he I, I, the alignment stuff made a lot of sense to me, graying out, check task. I was like, yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. And the thing he was talking about, is he'd like, you'd have, you know, larger slightly larger font for high, high you know more parent items and you know things like that so that denotes all that makes it easier on the eye makes it easier to see things and i was like yeah that makes a lot of sense so if you did basic common sense 
uh, context-aware formatting, then it does enough of that that you don't have to do it. And you don't have to get sucked into doing that. Because once you start doing that, you're like, well, maybe I should make it all bold. Maybe I should make 14 point. Maybe I should make it 16 point and not bold. That, no, you should not be doing that. You don't want, when people are organizing information, prioritizing information, sorting through stuff, they should not get sucked into the distraction of formatting stuff. That should be taking care of them. And it's an, and you can have a preferences thing where it maybe allows them to say, hey, I hate this font, or I want my second level parent to be 16 point instead of 14. They can do a little tweak it there, but they shouldn't, When once they got that set in a Word document, they shouldn't be doing. That's 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 what I was, that was when you, when I heard you talk about that, I was just shaking my head like, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. I don't know if I can agree with that. Um. Like because the fact example, that you were sitting there, and you were putting all this like pound signs and tutorial, you're putting stuff in there. I thought that was weird. It's like you were trying to create some kind of formatting to indicate things, and if it would just take. Oh, in the t in in the tutorial. Yeah, I thought you were doing a little bit of that. You were kind of trying to create some ad hoc formatting. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. But that's what you do in big ass text files. It's just like with code. So basically, what Jason's talking about is, I did. You know how you see in like code comment blocks at the top, and it sort of denotes something yeah. at the top of yeah. the file. So that's what I was doing because no, I get it. I got to I work get with this text. But that's because what you, what I think you should have happened, you should have automatic formatting. You should have automatic separation, a little bit of extra spacing between a block, automatic larger font, and then it's all taken care of. You don't think about it's it. It's just it like it it's just anyway, that's it, just that's my it, it, that, that that's something that I I'll have to I'll have to explore, yeah. but but that's yeah. an interesting point. So each one of the the reason why this thing is not going to be uh, shipped really soon <laughs> is because each one of these things is like a whole deep dive into that into a into like a conceptual thing like this. So I don't know if what you just said uh, can actually work effectively why? because well because you can't see very much information on the screen. Like, I mean, when I when I when I uh, Matteo did a loom of himself working in Notion and basically he's just using small font checkboxes giant trees and the reason why he's doing that is exactly the reason why it's done in the way that it is in taskflow right now where it's like okay i just want a lot on the screen i've got a, a crap load to manage i don't want to all these big <laughs> headings and stuff well i'm not you saying it has to be, to be 42 point but it could it could have smaller like you know 14 12 and 9 you know or whatever i mean i don't i i, I but point is you could just do it with spacing, which is a little bit of spacing here and there. But I, I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I, I think I, I'm not. You're right. Notion does a lot of with like document, like your each week formatting. So if you're if you're going to compete against Notion, you're like, look, we're really going to be like a lightweight Notion competitor. Then you're going to have to do stuff like that. If you're like, no, I'm really going more information management, of which tasks is a very important part of it. Then I don't know if you really. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think tasks. You don't typically format tasks you task information yeah so i but even for me i think um so with uh it's bad audio right now by the way can you hear me mm -hmm. yeah yeah um yeah even for me i think i'm going to go a little bit nuts if i can't at least bold stuff you know <laughs> so i think i think maybe it's maybe it's a, it's 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 a combination of both I think it's an in-between. So uh, formatting, like in Notion, is actual proper formatting. I mm. think that what I probably need is just the ability to give them a couple of options to just sort of mark out what they want to be important, you know. Mm -hmm. that That's what I think. 
Um, but anyway, that's probably enough on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that discussion. Um, but I've lost you on the video there. Really? Your video. Yeah. You keep turning your video it on says, and off. Still, it says still recording video at high quality. Jason Roberts' internet is weak. Mm. <laughs> Don't worry, they're still recording the internet, at high quality. The internet is weak with this one. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but ca- can I add a couple of other points? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah unless yeah. you want to switch back to Math Academy. No, go ahead. Okay, so index index DB is is very interesting to me. Like, um, okay, to to give you an idea, I was just I was just running some tests uh, because I've had to the way that the version that's uh, on taskflow.co right now the way that's working is it's building everything in the DOM um, but I realized that I can't actually do that because if if let's say for example uh, you want to work on three different documents you've got one document about Math Academy you've got another document about something else and then you search across multiple documents um, it's going to need to show fractions of each of those three documents in the search results and I also want you to be able to manipulate it at that time. And so if I'm actually using the DOM uh, to decide, you know, to work out how many children or different things like that, um, that's not going to be possible during that shared view. view. So, so what I'm doing is I'm building like an abstracted data model. And so anyway, that's, well, that's a long the way. Right, that's to, the right way to do it, obviously. That's the right way to do it, right. So the abstracted data model is using index DB. Now, when... Why, if well, I was, here's a question. If, why use it? Why, here's a question. Why not just have a, 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 a just a basic? It's kind of like a tree structure, an outline structure. I mean, why does it have to be? Why do you have to use some index DB? Wait, I don't understand that question. Say that again. Why do you just create a bunch of nodes as a as a as a as an abstract? as just a list, you know, and it has sub lists of children. I mean, why does it have to be part of index DB? Why do you have to put it into some kind of database thing? Well, so what? This is going to be. Uh, I mean, what? Where's it going to be stored? But I don't understand what you mean. The, 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 it'll be just stored in, in, just create an object called, you know, document or whatever, you know, and then it has like a list of, you know, top But you're level. thinking about Node.js, right? You're thinking it's stored on Node.js. Oh, it'd be, the, I'm thinking you're, you're local, right? It's, it's running in JavaScript and in, in your, on your local side, right? You just. Yeah, but what happens if they close the browser and then open it up again? Where, where is it now? Well, first of all, if you're going to be doing collaborative stuff, every change is going to be sent up to the server anyway, right? Right. And you can store anything in local storage. Oh, yeah, but, but uh, yeah, that's true. But local storage does only, uh, you know, local, that IndexedDB is a bit different. So IndexedDB is a proper uh, thing. So um, I'm trying to think about why, what's the reason to not just use a big JavaScript object? Um, yeah, so I mean, here, because the, the way I'm thinking about it is you'd have a data model just in a series of, of nodes, right? And you, you okay, and each and a node can have any number of subnodes, and then this, and every node has a type, okay? So you have it there, and then at any point you can regenerate it, just refresh the whole thing in the DOM, but you can also do point by point um, changes if you want. Although I've noticed whenever I've done stuff like that, it doesn't mean you can do a total repaint. It's instantaneous whenever you do stuff like this. So mm-hmm. you just keep it there. And anytime you make any kind of change, you can just save it into the, uh, into the local storage. 
and then you send a change, like a transactional change, like this is what changed up to the server, and you can maintain a list of the most recent changes so that if somebody else is changing it, then you have some sort of transaction log. You can figure out who's doing what, and it gets you sent. Know, that, and you this use, is and, a and use WebSockets to broadcast anything that's happening to this document. This, this is a lot like the stuff you've done with the high-frequency trading stuff, right? In what way? What do you mean? Like in, well, well, well is this more like the Uber stuff or the high-frequency trading stuff? I, I it probably sounds more like Prezo to me. I mean, I've, I do stuff like this all the time. The Math oh. Academy stuff is, is like this. Um, a lot of our, 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 our stuff that's happening with the... Um, you know, I, I write, I tend to write pretty sophisticated client side code. That's, it's not just a jQuery thing that goes through and adds some listeners or whatever. I mean, I tend to write like, you know, a bunch of, you know, object oriented stuff that will run, especially for like our content management system. Um, but let's, one thing I'm curious about, let's say, for example, you have, so you've got a node, you've got a node system on screen mm -hmm. and then over time, someone adds a thousand, you know, notes in in a specific node um how do you remember the order and 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 you know do, do you like have the position number of all of those and then if they insert a new one at position one how do you reshuffle those those thousand do you do you sort of do the bump position up by a, yeah what, you would just insert it in get... i mean it's it you would just um yeah i mean I, I mean how do you store it in the database how do you store it on the server oh in the server um, I, I guess you'd probably, yeah. you would probably say every node belongs to, you would do a couple things. So you'd have sort of like the category that it belongs to, right? Right. All these nodes belong to a, the thing on the left, right? Math Academy, you know, project or category or folder, or whatever the hell you're calling it. Okay. Right. So it has a, let's, yeah. let's call it a category ID and the categories can be hierarchical. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a node belongs to a category ID and a node can also have a parent node ID. And if, it, if the parent ID node is null, then it means it's at the top level. And you, if you had a list of like 10 tasks that have no children, you'd have 10 tasks right, with a null parent ID, right? But um, anything that's below, anything that's below it, then you could also have two things. It's, 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 it's sort of um, order. You know, you could either, you could, either, you could basically say, um uh, uh it's um sort of like a linked list and you could say sort of like it's a prev item right so you treat it like a linked list that way so you so you, so that way yeah. you don't have to have an order cool. number that... that way you don't have to do an order number necessarily you can just do it but you could do an order number I, a lot of times i do an order number just because it's kind of easy and it's it's fast enough but um so i would have like a um I would have like a record type would have a category ID, a number, which can start from, you can start from zero one up to whatever. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's parent node if it belongs to a node. So you, if you had 10 children that belong to node three, you, you know, you do that. And if you move it around, you just renumber, you know, and they just yeah. renumber it and then you just set up and then, and that way you, um, but, but you could, probably a more elegant solution is not to the numbering is just put like it's prev node ID. And that way you, when, when something changes, um, you don't have to update all the nodes unless so if you have a list of 40 items and I, and I change number three to number 
41 or whatever. I don't have to like renumber all those, right? You just, you're just. I like that. I like that. I like that. So that's, that's really funny. That's what I did in the, um, the previous, I like, I like the previous node mm -hmm. ID. Yep. Um, basically everything that you just described is what I already have done. Um, and in the DOM, I actually did use that concept of like, I called it an anchor. So basically I'm like, okay, this node is anchored to this node. This node is anchored to this node. This node is a child of this node. So that was the way that it sort of just all knows where it knows itself. Um, but yeah, no, I'd love to, I'd love to talk to you offline. Just, just like 15 minutes, just to pick your brains about this stuff. Um, but the reason, uh, the, the reason why I like, um, IndexedDB is because you get incredibly fast writing to like a database, like a, like a proper database. It's like, um, but, but you know, the other stuff you say is, is really intriguing. So let's not get too well, much I, I, I think it's worth, let's talk about like, here, here, so here's, let me just say what, what I think the architecture could be. Here's what I think the architecture yeah. could be in this instance. Okay. So you just literally have a really simple, a node record on a database, right? Hmm. A node record has a category yeah. ID, prev node ID, content. Parent ID. You know, parent ID. Parent yeah, ID. Content, okay. Yeah. Whatever. Type. It, it is a top. That's yeah. it. That's it. Maybe a couple other metadata, like whether that's it's just a single flat table, flat row, to flat I mean, row I, table. That's what I yeah. use. This is what I do for all my stuff. I yeah. mean, my stuff is really hierarchical, and it's I do it this way, and it works fine. And you load it up, you pull, you know, you do a query, you pull out the stuff of the category, and then just construct it using the prep thing. Ding, 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 ding. You know, send it off to the. Or actually, you just send it over the client. The client does it. The client does all the work. You just yeah, get the, everything. The, the client constructs. The client it. does the work. They'll yeah. do the whole thing in milliseconds. I won't even notice. Okay. Um, any change you make, it's like order one, right? I move this here. I delete this here. You literally just, you can save it to local storage just for safety. The changes, like a transaction log. You can even take a snapshot of the whole thing if you want, but do a transaction log and you just do a post, a, a, you know, a, a restful post. This is, this is what happened. This change happened. This moved here. This got deleted. This got added. And then that gets inserted in the database. A transaction log makes an update. But it can also be broadcast to the other team members who are active, who have this open, who have this particular category open. And then it comes down to them and it says, you know, this is what just happened. Right. And it can. Do you have any uh, like like that we can look at offline, any like little code snippets, examples that you could just show me about transaction log type stuff? I don't. Um, no, I mean, oh, okay. um, I don't know anything. I think we should do like 15, 15 minutes just on a whiteboard. I'd love to, cause it, it, I really like what you're saying. Um, I, I, I agree with it. Um, and it's that, that is a different approach to what I've been thinking about. Um, which is, and the, the approach I've been thinking about, I've really been thinking about index DB, but, but well, can I just tell you one thing about index DB, mm -hmm. um, that I, I have it so that it's it's now writing um, about so w so when I do like an insertion thing like it's do it's doing the shuffle shuffle order thing and so I I did a, a speed test and it's 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 reshuffling like uh, 30, 30 nodes around the database in um, thirty three milliseconds on Chrome. And um, what I was blown away by was that on Safari, that same 26 record database write um, 
took three milliseconds on Safari. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit, mm -hmm. 10 times faster on Safari to do 10 database manipulation in three milliseconds. Sorry, to do 30, 30 um, database manipulations in three milliseconds mm -hmm. versus 33 milliseconds. So that, that to me was like, wow. That's that's just incredible, right? But yeah, it would be it would be really nice to to move away from the index DB concept and just work in memory, um, because obviously that's all you know all I've ever done. <laughs> I've never used index DB before. Well, I mean, the, um, the, the, you know, and, and you're talking about you know IDs and stuff. You just use a type of a GUID. You construct the GUID. And yeah. You can you can prefix a GUID with the user ID and yeah. some kind of a session ID, so you know work out who it was or what time it was or whatever and that's kind of encoded in it as well as some random number and send it up. And then you have this transaction log that can kind of, if there's any kind of a, of a, of a conflict, like it, it basically what it will do is all that stuff gets sent to the transaction log and it gets broadcast and the clients can work out, you know, who, who came first, I think, you know, I mean, it, it could, it could, um, because it'll go through the server and the server will say, ah, you know, Justin got here first. So this is what happened. Mm -hmm. This was already deleted when you tried to move it. And then that gets, you know, you know, that stuff gets broadcast back out. I'm sure that there's like libraries that do the bulk of the kind of work that you're talking about there. Maybe. As, uh, it doesn't sound like that hard to me. I don't know. What yeah, big, that's true. It's that probably one of those things where it's better to understand it from the ground up. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I mean, maybe. But, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not a big library guy, so... You know, I have a tendency to just like, hey, it's probably not that hard. Just figure it out and get working. Whereas some people might say, Jason, dude, there's just like literally a JavaScript node library that does this. Just use it. In which case, if it, if, it, if it does exactly what you want it to do and it's pretty straightforward to use, then I'd use it. If it's like, I can't really find anything and I kind of have to horn shoe this thing in and it kind of does this weird stuff, then screw it. It's not that big a deal. So this is the thought bomb that completely changes everything. Not the other thing you said. <laughs> This is this is the thought bomb that's going to change my whole life. Well, this is the what I was thing you... I was thinking about this the whole time <laughs> when I'm down there, and every time I check in, you're talking about NDXDB, and I'm just shaking my head, going, "No, dude, I don't think that's what you want to do." <laughs> I mean, like it it's got to work with multiple working on the same document, and and it it, it needs to be you need, everything needs to be shared to the server instantaneously, just like we work on a Google Doc. But if you're just doing order one operations, it's 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 still lightweight. You could have thousands of people working on this stuff and this still server is barely going to be awake it's going to be nothing um can so uh, okay i'm just going to ask this the last time can we do like a a 30 minute here's here's what okay. listeners here, I'm, I'm gonna speak to you people <laughs> <laughs> justin does this every once in a while and then we have his like the best content that we should have been on the show and we didn't record it and he just is like oh yeah we should have recorded that i guess that's why i'm like are you sure you want to all right, fine. But it always ends up leading to yeah. like more the most interesting thing we talked about and it's not recorded. So now, if your well, choice, we could potentially I'm just record, warning you now. We could potentially record that working session, but I, I do want to get really deep nitty gritty and like write stuff out. Well, you know, kind of okay. That, I think that would definitely be boring for... For some for, people, but for other people, they prefer that. They like that more than they like the, the bullshit about the movies and the health and the working out and the <laughs> trips. They don't really care. They're like, dude, let's get into the tech, man. Like when he like that's what they were that they want. We could we could well, have could the, we could be tagged at the end. So okay, this is the this is the sort of appendix. If you really like Well what well, well another thing that we could do is we could just call it you know how we have T Z discussion, T Z interview, we could have T Z tech. 
that's supposed so it to could be, be like... te- it's called Texing Tech. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I it's know, supposed but... to be sort of ironic, right? Yeah, we have but to have a tech section because a tech I mean not like it's... an actual working session. So it's more zing you know. than tech. The show is more <laughs> well, the actual tech's an yeah. appendix. Okay. Zing tech. Okay, well. Um, whatever man I mean, i'm just i'm just warning you because i've seen it okay happened, okay look, look, just just to wrap up the the the, the task food discussion and get back to math academy i just want to say that i have personally been effectively using it um to manage my tasks and technical thinking um since i released that version that's on taskbo.co right now so even just having a big ass text file with with a tabable structure is is extremely helpful just for me and being able to turn it into tasks and click things is done. It's already useful for me. It's already better than a text file. That's great. I mean, it was just, I have to admit, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like one of your cheerleaders here. Like, go, Justin, go, you know, like, let's just get, like, this is cool. Kind of, it's kind of neat. I was playing with us. This looks kind of neat. You know, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I like it that you took some of my advice because there's some of the stuff I was like, oh, this is, I mean, it looks way better than it did initially. It was to me, the initial versions was like, oh, this is so ugly. I could use it, but now it's really clean. <laughs> It looks really good. I mean, I you're you're very much on the right track. And um, I mean, I haven't seen the latest version, so I don't know. But it it looks light and clean and fast, you know, and with structure, which is exactly what I, I mean. I think there'll be, um, I think people will like it. I think you could create at the very least, you could create a nice little niche product that that enough people would make and you make some real money. And I think that would be hmm. a win. And I don't mean like you're gonna make. 1500 a month i think you know if you can make 15000 you know if you keep working on it the thing is yeah i agree. things we talk about yeah. you don't give up yeah you don't give up this um, is a 5 10 year project this isn't a 12 month project you don't give up yeah you just keep pushing i like i really like the idea of what 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 i'm excited about now just from this discussion is not and i haven't really thought about this before but it's not only making it really fast on the front so that it feels like this this crazy fast text file experience but now making it so that it's really fast on the back too that's what i'm saying so, and, 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 and so it's any... like this really like multi-user experience like but is it didn't they sort of do that with google wave i mean but it's t- with web sockets now stuff's a layup dude it's not hard the browsers okay. are fast you got web sockets i mean dude it's like it's not even it's not even that i mean Look, I don't mean it's easy like you can do it 15 minutes easy, but this is totally something you could do in a in in a very you could build a prototype of this stuff in a weekend. Now you might have some edge cases. Okay, well, hey, we got this case when this came in late, and then there was a slow okay, and you figure out some edge case how you're gonna handle, but you could do this. I mean, WebSockets, which is the you know, you know, it takes care of most of the he- this headache before you have to pull long pull. Long. I mean, I'm thinking back 20 years ago when I had to do you do long polling and all that kind of crap. Yeah, or you know, or whatever. But this is it's a neat project, and I, I think okay. I think if yeah, I think again, making it really fast and responsive, and making it really fast and responsive for people, just like when people use Google Docs, they just. But of course, people come to expect that now, right? Yeah, they expect yeah. stuff to be responsive and fast, or at least a high quality product. Yeah, I mean. At the end of the day, again, trying to wrap this up, <laughs> the 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 thing is because you're editing in the document, it's it doesn't really need to rent like to pull stuff from the server and render or whatever. It it just creates all the stuff on the fly. When you hit a new node, it just it just inserts a new div in the screen. Yeah. So it it can be instant on server side 
on on client side, and then on the server side, it just it just needs to track what happened very well. You literally, That's yeah, it. you're you're just you're doing. You could do two pens. You could just do append a transaction. You have a transaction as a pend only, like a transaction log, right? Anything that happens, and you can also just update the node itself. So if you wanted to do like a what happened when, you know, who got here first or something like that, you know. But I but one thing I definitely don't want to do is make it so that the UI itself only does something no when you wouldn't the, do that no. when, when when the when the the, the transaction no, tells i would never do i never like do you, that i always do optimistic send it off get a temporary okay. create a temporary id client side temporary id comes back later you put on the real id when yeah. you get it yeah good. that's my temp good. id yeah that's what i'm thinking yeah, yeah. of course cool. that's Perfect. dude that's what we used to do with prezo back in 2003 man this is not this is 20 years ago sweet this is not new tech this is how you do it this is how it is done <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah well that's cool all right so what you when actually wanted to go on something else oh yeah well so like what's what's it well i mean have you done anything with task with uh, math academy since the <laughs> you've been on vacation oh, yeah, i guess man, it's a lot. You've, you've been thinking about it you've obviously like where are we at with well math okay academy? before what's we the... get to that i want to tell you so i'm so colby starts his internship with me tomorrow oh Oh, Colby the intern. Oh. That's going to be Sp a, uh, that's just going to be, a, what could possibly go wrong? That's going to be an ongoing, <laughs> uh, segment. Uh, so, so what he's going to do is, uh, he's going to convert all those orm, uh, the, that sort of old orm crap that the Sivod collective created into my, um, direct sequel calls. Mm-hmm. You look like you're backgrounding me. I can tell you. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, well, I'm just marking off what I've said. I'm using Taskflow <laughs> to mark off what I've said so that I, so that I can just have what I have left to say. Okay. And in fact, I have nothing left to say. So yeah. I was in fact completely done. Oh, okay. With everything. Checkbox. Yeah. And uh, by the way, I really like the checkboxes. That's oh. good. I was a big fan. <laughs> I was, I was really, I know I was pushing hard on that. I was like, dude, you gotta do checkboxes, man. Come on. <laughs> Um, checkboxes, regular checkboxes for Jason. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to have him do that. I think, I think that'll be a good start because he'll, he'll, he'll have to probably, it probably last at least two to three weeks, you know, cause you think he'll make it that long? Well, I had him, yeah, we'll see. I had him install a couple things. I said, look, you know, I want everything get, I want MySQL and node, get all that installed tonight. I want installing that Monday morning. I, just, I want that all in place. So he got that all installed up and running. And so now, um, I'll send him some, I'll get him a Slack invite to jump on the Slack. I'll get him a, a download, a copy of the database, you know, the repo, and then we'll set up like a, a test suite. So he can sort of, the good thing is a lot of what he's going to do is sort of repetitive. So once he's done a half dozen of these, it's probably shouldn't be. Normal, normal fathers and sons, like the father owns a chip shop. Burdocks and sons, and 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 the son will come in, and he'll he'll make the chips and and skin the fish. But in your in your <laughs> father and son relationship, he's installing Node, MySQL. That's great. Robertson sons, Robertson Robertson sons yeah. development well, agency. We were at lunch. We were talking about it, and I was explaining to him, you know, Orms and SQL, and why I think about things. I think, well, why. Ruby on Rails and the ARM stuff and why that works in a lot of situations, but doesn't in this. And so we, we were, you know, talking about that kind of stuff, which is fun. And we have better conversations. Y you have better conversations when you have a project you're working on. You know? Yeah, I agree. 
I agree. And um, so that's the primary thing he's going to do to get started, because once he gets going on it, it shouldn't require too much of my time, which is important. I can't be like sitting over him, helping him refactor code all day. It's like, you got to just do this stuff. And um, how old is he now? 17. 17. Yeah, yeah. So he's going off to college in September. So we got a few months. And I told him 9 a.m., dude, do you do it at 9 a.m.? If you're not here at 9 a.m., I'm not paying you for the day. Does it? Get here at night. Oh, you better be sitting on your computer ready. Because he stays off the whole. He's been sleeping. He wakes up just in time to go to lunch with me. That's his goal. And I go to lunch at 2. Like at 1.53. I mean, you... He comes down at like 153, 1.56. When are we going to lunch? I mean, didn't you do the same thing when you were 17? I know I did. Not I was two. Like, More like 11, 30. I mean, I that's, like 11. That's, that's extensive. That's extensive. That is oh, no, I was, I was 12. I was getting up at 12. Yeah. When you were at 12? That's crazy. You were 12 yeah. years old? No, I was getting up at 12 p.m. When you were a teen. Yeah. No, I was pretty bad. And I, I met, so when I was in college, I used to stay up till four, just talking yeah. to people. And then I'd barely make it to lunch to have breakfast at the dining hall before it closed at one. I was catching that last, last bus from our dorm. I think a lot of people do that. Yes, yeah, really. Bad. But I'm, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Like, dude, if you want to work for me, you need to be working when I'm working, but I'm not going to be, you know, so he's like, okay. He's like, I'm all right. Unless <laughs> if you want to get paid, that's what you got to be doing. Sit down, you can sit down at your machine, ready to rock. That's awesome. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so math academy, math academy. So, okay. So what did I tell did, did I already talk? I, I, well, I did talk in the last show about our new mastery point concept and how we're making belts, your, your sort of ranking be across courses for all the content. Did we talk about yeah. that? Stuff yeah. Yeah. I spoke about the mastery points. I like that. Yeah. And I think one thing today I'm thinking about, oh, there's, a bu there's a bunch of little things that I'm doing, but one is I might be getting rid of belts, at least as a specific icon and just make it like a circle with a color because not only do we have to have the belt colors from white to black, which are nine colors, but I need a nine degrees. So I need one through nine degrees for each color. Well, how are you going to show that on a belt unless you put a number on it, right? And it's really hard to have a belt with a number on it that you can actually read. Right? Does that make sense? So you're just going to do a circle? What do you, I mean, so what's your solution? I'm just saying it's like, you know, just pick a circle with the color that represents sort of the, the, the level, right? They're red or blue. And then we just put a, and then we just put a, a, a number inside of it, right? One through nine, which represents the degree, right? Two is higher than one, three is higher than two. So you're a third degree red, fifth degree blue, ninth degree white does that make sense yeah no it does and it, actually i was just kind of playing around with it i mean and it looks like it's gonna it's a little bit of a cleaner aesthetic you know mm -hmm. having just a nice simple circle than the sort of um well the the but the the belt also had a, a like potentially sort of looked like a bow a little bit yeah it looked like a little a, weird like a it, shopping, it also looked a little yeah. like the math academy icon but it wasn't the math academy icon yeah. honest, is that the math wait that looks kind of like so which creates a little bit of, it's like when you have two fonts that look the same or colors look the same, but they're not. And that looks weird because you're like, wait. But does it have to be, because the thing is, if you want something simple, like a shield, for example, just a, just a, a flat sort of shield shape. You could, you but know? here's the thing. 
that that's more like a badge, like a round circle. The problem with a round circle with a number in it is it's very reminiscent of um, a notification on iPhone. You know, it's like just general notification bubble. Yeah, that's what notification true, bubble but is. You got. I'm going to start simple because then, of course, you spend all this time, you know, screwing around with with those icons, right? I mean, this is like this is pretty. This can very much turn into a rabbit hole. So I'm trying to keep stuff a very simple, flat, simple aesthetic, so I don't get sucked into that yet. I mean, we'll okay. do more of that later, but I don't think. I don't think that's going to make or break the experience. Someone says, oh my God, you know, it just, I just don't feel motivated because it doesn't look like a belt anymore. I'm not sure that is, I don't think that's real. Mm. I don't think that's really. I don't know. I would, I would say, um, I'm going to guess that that will have an impact, just a circle, but we'll see. It, it just, if you, you might be able to do something to it to make it look a little bit more badgy. Might, but I'd say that I need a designer to do that. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to do that. You're not going to do that. It's not something nope. that just some non-icon designer is going to make look work. It's going to look like crap. It's well, it can look you, way you, worse than having something simple. You, Someone posted uh, in the Discord a link to a really high-end icon mm -hmm. designer. Did you reach out to them? No, I haven't yet. But see, here, here's my approach to things. Do something simple and get all the pieces in place that you make sure before you go and you spend all this money on icons, because it might, it's, like, it's like optimizing code before you even know it's going to work. Like, had I designed, had I spent a bunch of money on icons on the belts previously, mm. which only had two degrees, that all that would have to be thrown out because it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's a total waste of money that and makes time. Sense. And I can't, I can't afford to do that stuff. So it's like, what I have to do is do as much as I can myself, because I can iterate so much faster and we can try things out and we can get all the, because everything has to work together in concert. There's so many things at play here um, and it all has to fit together. And if you go around, it's like when you're putting together furniture at Ikea, you don't tighten all the bolts all the way. You just get them barely tightened enough so that the whole thing holds together and you make sure you didn't put some of them backwards or you forget a piece and then you start tightening things up slowly over time. And that's, that's, I think, the only way to construct something like this because it is, um, and it's just a, it's a combination of pieces that have to, each has to have a place and they have to work together and not work against each other, either visually, conceptually, you know, whatever. So, like for instance, you know, you know, I was like, so right now, the way the system works is it says, hey, you have up to five tasks available at any time with a certain amount of XP that you can work on. Lessons, reviews, sometimes they're quizzes, sometimes they're multi-part questions, whatever, right? The problem with that is it's hard to say, There's you don't have a lot of context for it. It's like, well, what does this have to do with? Or how does this all fit together, right? I'm just giving you something to do. And that's been one of the weaker points. I mean, there's a list of things that I think were weak points in the system. That was a weak point in the system. I seen kids were like, okay, fine, I'm doing this stuff. But some kids are like, well, what does it have to do with the price of tea in China? You know, that's it, right? It's my, my mom's <laughs> right. favorite saying. It's like, what is this? Why? Yeah. So what I want to do is I want to have a frame. You go in the main thing and it has the different categories. Trigonometry, algebra, solid geometry, statistics and you can click on that and it'll say like seven like there's seven tasks available you click on that and go oh, okay i'm gonna do some and then it has like a graph of just the statistics stuff like graphing all the the knowledge graph and then it shows what's done and what's not done and it can say here are highlighted some ones that are available with certain amount of xp or np does that make sense 
Yeah. So they're kind of like, it's almost like a video game, more like a video game in that they're going through it. So you can pick it off. Yeah, they can go, can ooh, I'm going to do this. Ah, I'm going to do statistics. There's more statistics. If I do that, it'll unlock this other stuff. Right? It gives them a little more of exploration and context. So they're, uh, they they call it missions or quests in games. It's que quests is what they call it. There's more of an aspect to that. I mean, it's not going to be a specific quest yet. I mean, that's a whole other thing. I mean, we could probably work something out like that. But at least the first step is go beyond just having a list of tasks. The list of tasks is efficient. If so, if, so what I want to do is also have that available. So kind of like you have one tab, which is sort of like, you know, go explore, select what you want, or, hey, here are five highly recommended ones, or just want to do something. Like, I don't really, because some kids will be like, I don't care. I just need to get my 40 XP. I, I don't, whatever. Like, I'll just do it. Where other kids like, ooh, I'm going to look around. Ooh, there's something. There's, I want to do some more stuff with integrals. Those are neat, you know. You know, and they want to explore around, right? So you could see how certain kids would want to do one and certainly the other, or kids or students, rather, it could be adults. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. So initially I was thinking, you know, you'd break a, a let's say, course, let's say we have our um, integrated math one or whatever, and it has like four major parts, sort of arithmetic, basically, you know, there's some advanced arithmetic stuff, algebra, geometry, statistics okay and then i was thinking about i was like you know the problem is and then you click on one of those and it would open up the graph for that thing okay here's the problem though when you mouse over the course above it it, it breaks out it, it breaks out your progress in each of like 12 units okay a unit is finer grained than these sort of subject like uh, like geometry algebra there's only like three or four and so they're going to be like well how like which unit is that in Right. It's like, well, they, you know, there's sort of, you're looking at it at one level here and one level there. So it's confusing. So I, I started thinking, I'm like, ah, is this going to be stupid? It's going to be confusing. So what I just need to do is I just need to show at the unit level. So it's like you have 10 or 12 units, which is finer grained, which give the, which give the student more control. It's not like I just want to do something geometry. I want to do some solid geometry. That's a unit, right? Ooh, I want to do complex numbers or I want to do some more with functions. So it has a little more. So then you have a one-to-one -one mapping. It's like, okay, we, we can show the progress of the pop over each one of the units. And then when they're selecting, so you're really working at the unit level. Does that make sense? So, so when you show a unit, would you sort of say, there's this many things available inside the unit for you to do right now? Right. So yeah, right. Right. So maybe like you're, you've done 40%, somebody has like a 40% completion thing. And then it maybe has like a, you know, seven and like a number next to it, like a, like a bright, like, Hey, seven, you know, tasks or 57 XP available and you can click on it and maybe you could do mm. stuff like booster this, you know, short yeah. time only. <laughs> you could do something. Yeah. I know. I think I know that. I think that would be really good. That kind of thing. That's exactly. Yeah. That's good. But you see, it's like initially I was thinking in terms of more like a broader categories, but then I realized it wasn't going to work because it was going to be confusing because we should yeah. we talk about things in terms of you at the unit scale. So it's again, it's one of these things. It's like you got everything has to work together, be reinforcing at a conceptual level. What are we talking about? How does this stuff fit together? Right. And so anyway, that was just one of the conversations I had today. I realized this morning when I was sort of working this out with, um, do you ever want to just like, I, I had this idea uh, with with Nugget that I never did, but it's something I thought about, like just a little, gra just a little graphic of like a little guy climbing up a mountain, you know, <laughs> and it's just like, as you get there, like this little guy just is just moving, you know, just slowly trying to get to this, to this flag, this top of Everest. Do you ever think about things like that? Just like 
I don't know, just very visual. Animations? Like animated not, not characters? Animation. Or? It's, it, well, it, it would take him like months to move up Everest. Yeah, well, one of the things we're going to do it, is, well, there's a couple things. One is the, you know, the knowledge graph is, 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 is we've built the co We actually have all the data now. I just have to create the visualization or we can, you can watch an animation of that filling up over time. Mm, okay. Which would be really cool, right? The graph is really the central thing that they're looking at to like, look at their progress, to understand their progress. And mm -hmm. I heard from one parent who, um, emailed me and he's like, yeah. He's like, my kids spend way too much time looking at the graphs, like in a good way. He's like, yeah, they love the graph. They spend way too much time. It, and the graphs are really not integrated like they need to be. That's just what I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like this thing you look at if you want to, but it doesn't, it needs to be more integrated at the task level. Like how, how is what I'm doing going to impact the graph? So mm -hmm. one thing we're doing and one thing Justin is working on actually has, has I think he's probably done by now is, you know, when you... When a task is given to you, when a task is available, it will have a reason why. Why am I doing this? This is a review. Like, and it'll show here, it, you will get points. It will reinforce repetitions on all of these topics. So it'll, it'll color all this stuff in. So you can kind of see this is what it's going to do. And it could kind of replay an animation. This is what it's going to do to your graph. So the kids goes, oh, I get it. Right? This makes it very visual mm. what they're doing. Yeah. That's cool. So that could be cool. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff we're doing. So we're just trying to make it all work together so that it's clean and simple, coherent, consistent, you know, which is easier said than do. Once you get beyond doing some really basic stuff, it can quickly start to become overwhelming and confusing and, and just frustrating for people to use. So, um, uh, along those lines, so let's see. So. Okay, what was I going to say about that? Um, well, the one thing that I'm a little, I'm, I'm still just a little concerned. I still haven't totally figured out. So we have this, we have the XP experience points, and then we have the MP, the mastery points thing. And the mastery points thing are between one and five. You know, you have the, I kind of show them right now. I'm, I'm showing them this like kind of like a, it's going to be kind of like a coin or a diamond or some kind of like jewel or something like that. Right. So it doesn't look like an XP. But I just have to make sure that there's no confusion there between the two and what's impacting what, you know, but as I've talked with Sandy and Colby, they're about their games that have like multiple currencies and stuff that that's a very common thing. People don't tend to get confused, but I'm still a little worried about it. I don't want to confuse people or kids. Yeah. Like, what is this? What's the MP? You know, so it's like, how, how do you, how do you make all that stuff just fall together so that everybody just kind of naturally gets it? Yeah. Just make it look really different. But it's also like you have to write some explanations. Like there has to be like pop-ups. This is MP. We did this. This gets you. This is how you get, you know, only need 150 to get to the next degree, health degree. Usually um, <coughs> those things are not just something that you earn in a badge kind of way. This is, the, this is the one sort of confusing thing. Usually those things are something you can spend. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, so the, the the way that I've seen it with with the games that Jack plays is it's like you get gems and coins mm -hmm. and you have to do this type of activity to earn gems and you have to do this type of activity to earn coins. And gems will allow you to level up your weapons and coins will allow you to level up your character. That kind of concept. Which you spend. Right. You spend those gems to level up your character. 
basically your weapon. Yeah, so we don't have characters in that way. You don't level up. Yeah. So you're leveling up your mastery. Your expertise level is getting higher. You get a belt. You get a higher and higher sort of rank. Well, that's that's the thing where I think I think you're right to worry about the confusion. So XP um, is how you win the league. It's how you get your daily XP goal. That kind of stuff, which is important. Like you have to put in so much work a day or a week. You know, but the MP is you know up to your level rank because it's not always one thing. Some things. XP are going to take a long time and you need to do these things, but they don't always have as much of a direct impact in overall master, but they are important to do for other reasons. So you probably just need to think about the mechanics of the MP a little bit more. Like, what does it mean? Well, I know what it means. And the question is how to communicate no, for them, that. Yeah. Yeah. For them, I think it really is just, you know. it's just about making it clear that this is what, this is your, this is what um, controls what, what uh, your rank is. This is your rank. Right. Right. You want to get, you want to increase your rank, then you get MP. You want to get your daily goal, win the leader, you know, win the league, go to the next league, then you got to get XP. Okay. Does that make sense? I mean, it's not yeah. that complicated, right? But it's just like, you just, mm -hmm. you know, obviously I'm worried about every little thing to make sure that there isn't any confusion. <laughs> well, because people get right. confused about all kind of stuff. Like I got, I get an email from um, a mom or it might've been a tutor. It's like, yeah, you know, he. I noticed he didn't read the first slide, but then he started questions. It was too late to go back. I'm like, wait, I get about, of course you can go back. Just click the progress bar, right? And it's right. like, ah, damn it. I guess I got to put back and forward errors because it's just not enough. I mean, the kid's like in fourth grade, so okay. Kids in fourth mm. grade, mom's probably only, you know, involved to a limited degree. But progress bar isn't an obvious you. Uh, well, I have them as like buttons. component. The oh, okay. Okay. Chicklets. Yeah, but that, I think I'm going to change that, that and add the, add the arrows. But yeah. most kids figure it out, but some kids get temporarily confused. And any temporary confusion results in an email f f to me, customer support. So these are things you want to sort out because we can't scale if people are being confused by little things. There's honestly no limit to the general public's ability to not understand your product. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> there is no limit to that. I've been astounded over the years. Yeah, no, I've I've been really surprised by some stuff. But you really got to kind of put them in a cattle shoot. Like there's only yet a limit. So some of the stuff that I'm talking about is risky. Like the whole you can select a thing or you can have the recommended stuff. Anytime you're creating cho option choice, you're creating a, uh, an opportunity for confusion which means you're creating an opportunity for customer support. Right. You know, but if you make it too simple, it's just not real fun. You know, just so, so it's kind of like, I mean, I don't think Angry Birds, was it Rovio or whatever the thing? I don't think they're getting a lot of customer support emails. People, <laughs> people figure it out. And part yeah. because the game doesn't matter that much, but part because I just, they, they make the, they have lots of pop-ups that explain, this is what you gotta do, do this and do that. You know, this is, <laughs> right trial and error so that's one thing that we're going to have to do a lot more of is sort of that contextual messaging to happen i mean there's a lot that's if i had to say the worst thing about the product right now is just a lack of um of contextual messaging that's but but the good thing is this stuff's easy to do right this is not rocket mm -hmm. science you know when i was talking about like how creating collaborative editing and all stuff is not that hard like this is an order to, an amount easier than that. 
Like yours is totally doable. This is absolutely we just gotta just find the time to do it, right? Because there's thirty other things that gotta get done. So, is there any other um, big sort of uh, story arcs about Math Academy that you wanted to talk about? Yeah, there is. Yeah. So, um, it's funny. One of the things I saw popped up on um, on Discord was asking about the or discussion about the marketing site and separating it out uh, from yeah. the app site. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure, sure. So, yeah. So, um, I agree that the thing to do is to separate them out, but I'm not going to do it yet. Oh, to, to, so, to, so basically the question is, is should you have the app on the same domain as the marketing site? Right. And I initially, yesterday morning, because I started working on the marketing app yesterday, yesterday morning I was like, all right, I'm going to spin up another server. We'll move the app over to app.mathacademy.com and I'll set up another node site and I'll just push up the marketing stuff, right? And then I thought, you know what? Screw it. Don't, it's like, I don't need to do that yet, right? I, well, I, that's I, what I predicted. I was like, Jason, Jason's going to be like, you know what? It's going to be more work to do two different sites, so I'm just going to do it on one. Well, because it, it, here's the thing. It's like, it can always change it later. And I mean, later it doesn't, I don't mean it has to be in three years. I mean, it could be in a couple months or whatever. And all I got to do is, you know, I just, I'll, and I always forget how to do this, but I got to go work with the, the domain record and create the app and have that point to the other IP address. And, you know, I mean, this stuff is, but I'll get my sysadmin to do that and it'll take a couple hours of back and forth and get everything set up and then it's done. I mean, that's how, how I've always recommended it. That's how modern teachers done you know app.modernteacher.com but it has come up multiple times um in business meetings where the business guy's like i mean why can't it just be modernteacher.com why can't the app just be modernteacher.com mm -hmm. you know and um people i do think uh, you know like net that's how netflix works so netflix is netflix.com you've got the full marketing page then you log in and then you're netflix.com you're in the app you're in a log logged in state now, everything else, any other kind of help help or marketing stuff is on some other domain, but just the homepage mm -hmm. and the app are on the naked domain. I, I would do it that way now. I think that is the most elegant. So basically, just those two things. So it's not too much to, to support for your marketing team to just make sure that the one homepage is on the naked domain. And then just everything else, shift that off somewhere yeah. else. That's, that's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, the... It's, it's, I think the thing is that when you're in a situation like I am, where it's like, I have way too much to do and not near enough time right? and not near enough people, it's like, you gotta just do the simplest possible thing that's going to work in a lot of these cases. Just get something up that's good enough. And for me, one of the big things is getting the damn homepage. I don't even have a homepage. I have no information on mathacademy.com. Nothing. Yeah. That's so stupid. Like at least get that up with you know, a little bit of marketing copy, some screenshots, allow people to log in from there. A lot of, and then then I can do the onboarding, join the beta, and then I can go out there. Like get that working. I mean, I should have had this done. All funny. It's funny that you were saying that mathacademy.com, because you purchased that domain for some mm -hmm. amount of money, it had all this link juice already. Yeah. You know? 
That's kind of cool. Yeah, well, I guess it doesn't really help because it's not. I don't, I don't think it's it. We're not getting any real organic traffic or anything. I mean, I guess I guess there's some domain right. rank to it, but I'm not really sure if that's real. I'm not sure it's matters. Yeah, but it means if you put if you if you do put content up, you'll that you know it will sort of hit the Google juice to just to begin with. Yeah, that you might help. A little bit. Like it doesn't have to earn it. It doesn't have to earn its right as a domain. Yeah, so that might help. We'll see. I'm still a little skeptical. Yeah. Just, just, I just don't know if that's going to happen or not. But, um, yeah, yeah. But the other thing, the other thing we can do is, even though textinglive.com is a, is a fifty or whatever, you can still you can still uh, do links like about this. You can just choose your one special keyword that you want to do, whether that be, you know, math learning software or whatever, and we'll just put that on the pages. Mm-hmm. Link to it, and then that's you're going to get some juice straight away from that as mm-hmm. one term. Texting alone, yeah. I think I, I don't think it's easy to get like a, a fifty. I don't think that's easy. Yeah, you know, I was I was doing um, I was doing a little research on that yesterday. I was looking up some domains of some companies in the math education space, and the, you know, some other higher than fifty, but they're not like ninety. A lot of them aren't mm. even in the eighties. I mean, like Duolingo is in the eighties. That's massive. So, massive company major unicorn status um so there's many smaller companies it's like you know 63 47 you know whatever so i don't know i'm kind of i'm new to this game so I'm, I'm still just sort of figuring it out we'll see we'll see how it goes um but it's I, what i kind of want to do is i want i need to get my arms around some of these problems right away you know i just it's time to just close the loop, get the marketing site up, get the mar- onboarding site, yeah, get get all this gamification finalized. Just got to get it all just yeah. done. And if you can improve it, you can say, oh, well, there should be shields instead of circles. Fine. Later. <laughs> Later. You could Would you rather have a badge or would you have a marketing site? <laughs> I mean, honestly, that like you, you that will make no zero difference to sales and, and hack and use <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, from that perspective, there is no, <laughs> just, just get that shit exactly. out Exactly. Just know, get all this stuff like, basically working and, and, and stuff and get proved work on the notifications. You, I mean, the thing is like, you know, you come up with 200 things that are, that are really important to do, but you got to prioritize somehow. What the hell am I going to spend time on? And you got to know, well, first of all, like not only how important it is, like what kind of an impact is it going to have? But, um, and how much time is it going to take? Because sometimes things are take time, but also what potential time does it have to like, just have like downstream effects or, or, or like uh, ability to pull you down a rabbit hole, you know? Yeah. And some things just have that rabbit hole quotient there. It's like, oh man, that's just the kind of thing you icons and now I'm mean back for, for designers and back and forth and like, holy crap, like this stuff is never as, as quick and easy as I think it's going to be like uh like a team being able to work on task flow all at the same time yeah but that (laughs) that's the thing is like i think that's absolutely core i think the the core hard problems is creating a really fluid fast responsive flexible document editor and the next most important hard problem is making it real time responsive collaborative you know that's you get those things everything else is pretty straightforward i think 
I mean, at least from a technical standpoint. Yeah. I know there's always going to be design and brain. What are we going to do? Or how should we do this? But, you know, hierarchy of, uh, you know, creating hierarchical categories, that's easy. You know, that I mean, I've done it. I mean, that's not yeah. hard. Um, you know, sign up page, pricing page. Uh, this stuff is not hard. <laughs> Invite your coworkers. I mean, none of this stuff's, this stuff's easy for you. You've done this stuff a million times. But the things that you right. haven't done, or at least to the level you're doing them, or the things we're talking about, you need to figure those out and get that sorted yeah. and really get that. I do that while you're in pro- where you're in prototype phase, like now. Yeah. We are happy I, throwing no, stuff agree. away and just trying stuff. And Yeah. No, I think, uh, yeah. Um, goodbye, Index DB. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's nice. So back to, uh, sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to, 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 to take over the conversation again. Um, but I'm, I am itching to talk about it, but still, I, we, we've, we've done it. We've done it. Tell me more about Math Academy. More about Math Academy. What else you got? Uh, what let's see. So, um. Or do you want to talk about health or something else? I think, People let me just think, I think, that. I think I've re- pretty much covered, um, the, oh, you know, one thing I will say, um, math, so I'm going to, um, do you know who Neil Patel is? Yeah, he's the yeah he's the SEO. Yeah, but he's there. like he was I, I the guy. Know. He's like he, he him and Heat and Shaw did Crazy Egg and Kiss Metrics. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I like read like a, a number of his posts came up when I was researching for stuff, and like he had a, several that I thought were really good. And um, somehow when I was site and I was like, hey, get our seven week you know course, and then you know I was like, all right, I'll take I'll take the PDFs and stuff, which are good. I did the first. I mean, I've been kind of reading, watch a few videos. I'm like, this is good stuff, and very high quality stuff. I mean, he's like. Again, this is like high quality, non scammy. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. all white hat. Yeah. Like this dude, you want to win the content camp? We're going to write great stuff. Figure out what searcher, what what the searcher intent is. Do a better job than other people. Research, yeah. figure out what competitors are. The people who are ranking on keywords you want, figure out what they're doing. Write better stuff than them. <laughs> That's how you do it, which is makes sense, right? You're solving the problem for Google's. Google wants to say, hey man, you write a better answer to this. We will point to you, you know, yeah. that's in that. So you're, you're solving their problem and they're solving your problem. It's, it's sort of a symbiotic thing. So you just have to. Until they just show the answer inside their index and don't even get the person to go to your site. But anyway, that's, that's another issue, thing, which but, is. Yeah. I mean, if it's yeah. that simple, then maybe you should think about something else. But anyway, mm. so, um, one of their biz dev people reached out to me and was like, Hey, you know, we have a blah, blah, blah service that. You know, we can work with you and help you improve all your rank and all that stuff. And I was like, okay. I was like, my approach to this kind of thing is that you learn as much as you possibly can on your own. And at that point, you bring in an expert to, lo- to try and level you up. Right? So, you know, we already talked about how we're reading and all this stuff and watching videos. And then we're going to start doing this stuff on our own. And so what I think I'm going to do is you know, kind of spend the next, spend the summer finishing up the product, getting the marketing site running, writing some content, doing some keyword research, just getting our, making some rotations on this stuff so that we understand what the hell we're doing. We understand how this really works. And then what they do, what they'll do is they'll do like a site audit and they'll be like, okay, so who are you trying to compete about? What are you trying to do? What is it doing so far? How much with your organic traffic? How much back? You know, they're going to give you a whole big thing. And then they can say, because the question is, because they're they're charged like three grand a month, okay, mm. which is that cheap? But then again, if it can really deliver a lot of traffic that converts, and this, then that, that is cheap. It's a great deal, right? Mm. Yeah. And the question is, I and then you have to sign like a year on a uh, year contract, 
So I have to be real. I'd be mm. like, okay, so what can you deliver? And I don't want them to come after, hey, you have an empty domain with nothing on it. <laughs> of course you can improve that, right? So if we spend the next, spum are just kind of getting at least out of the gate on this stuff and be like, okay, if we go at our own pace, where are we going to get in terms of organic traffic for certain types of search intent? How long is it going to take us to get to level? And if we pay them $36,000 every year, are they going to get, they've got a 5X that, 3X, are they going to... But what are they, are they going to write the content or are they just going to tell you the content that I don't needs know. to be written? I don't know. I'm sure they offer a variety of services mm -hmm. like that. Um, the reality is our stuff is very technical. So it's yeah. not like you could really, they could write it. I mean, they could ghost write it. They could say, hey, listen, I think, you know, we've been looking at the keywords you're doing and their content that are done and your stuff you want to write about. I think you want to, they could kind of edit it and help sort of, you know, you probably want to include an image here. You probably want to do some metadata here, or recommend a video, this, you know, supplementary, combine these two articles into one, you know, that, that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's just an issue. We'll see. We'll see what they have to say. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm having, so we're having, I'm having a, a call with them tomorrow. Justin and I are going to jump on a call with them tomorrow. Um, and, um, but I think it's kind of, I'd say it's probably premature. I mean, that, that does sound like it's, it's premature, but you know, like, like you say, I think you're right in, in what you're thinking. Yeah. Just do it. You can't circle back. Yeah. I think at a minimum, at a minimum, <laughs> we spend the summer getting our act together and then we talk to them but it might even like let's just see what we can do for three or four months until maybe the winter or something and see kind of where we're at and they can be like okay well yeah it looks like you've done a pretty good job you've gotten this but we can get your domain rank up another 15 points and we can triple your this and that because you're you got to do all these other things and it doesn't look like you're doing them or you're not doing enough of it you know okay be specific what 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 kind of what kind of results can we achieve but it'll be interesting to see because that that whole SEO game, the organic traffic is like huge. Because I'm we're getting like zero organic traffic pretty much. No, it's it's insane. all just word of mouth for us right now. But like even so, just remember with Plugio. I mean, all I ever did for that thing was just do that one blog post, which is just like how to uh, how to manage Twitter in five minutes a day, and that that never died. It always sent me 200 a day. Yeah. So, you know, which is like, well, I think um, <laughs> it's insane. I, I, I can't remember who said it on Discord. And guys, by the way, for fellow uh, or texting listeners, I apologize if I don't remember who said what all the time. Cause, you know, like I said, Justin gets like 73 messages an hour in Task Flow. But somebody said <laughs> on the Task Flow channel, but somebody said, Jace, just write some, a few barn burner blog posts and put, put them on Hacker News. You're good. Like, you don't yeah. really have yeah. to. And, and I think, He's got a really good point. Like the, like what's the 80, 20 solution? Like all yeah. sorts of organics, SEO stuff. Because people link to that. People link to that. They, they, you know, they'll go, oh, they hit, this is, I mean, that's what happens. Yeah. You know, once you're on Hacker News, like a hundred sites link to you. Yeah. So it's like, I think it's a combination and I, you know, I've had some success with creating, hitting the front page of Hacker News. I'm pretty confident I can do it again. I'm not going to do it every time, but I think I can, I think I can, you know, I got some good stuff to talk about. I mean. I mean, how many years did you get people sending you emails uh, saying, hey, can you do high frequency trading for me because of your... Dude, that wasn't even like, that was like, like a Google Plus article. <laughs> I eventually, <laughs> or post that I eventually just wrote to a little tiny... I, yeah, it was weird. I mean, 
and the and of course the look surface area thing and then the google and the how i screwed those up are the my big google three. those are the big three uh, yeah. weird. but yeah and so you're always getting inquiries years later yeah so, so i think i think that's probably right that the the the, the, the smart thing is to just focus on trying to create some 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 heavy hitting posts and some really interesting and it's what stuff. you're good at it's it's your you've already got the expertise so but um but i'd also like to invest in the long-term organic stuff as well i think that'll help i think it's i think probably can sort of it's symbiotic in a way but um but what i also want to do is i don't want to take too much time away from just working on the product which of course is the most important thing well it's not the most important thing because you can't you have to do some marketing but you gotta make sure your product is is, is, is absolutely good as you know who uh, really knows this stuff is ruben gomez does he like that yeah he's he's really, on the seo really organic stuff yeah the seo that's what that's all his stuff has been built on that for years yeah maybe we should bring him on and he can give a he can give our audience a Quiz tutorial about it. We'll, we'll interview him we'll yeah push him on that yeah ruben's an old friend I haven't talked yeah. to him in a long time he's on my on twitter i follow him on twitter which i want to see him right a little something yeah um okay so i had another I feel like I had a couple other small things. Oh, somebody asked, they wanted to know about my neuropathy. He's like, whatever happened with Jason's yeah. sleeping Health. feet or something Health. like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's, um, That's what you... <laughs> well, I'll just, I'll just yeah. you know, I'm trying to think. I think we should hit on a couple of things sort of like that people brought up on the on, the, on Discord that might be worth. Yeah, yeah so... Sure. Um, uh. Yeah, so I have I have what's called, or what the what the neurologist calls, idiopathic neuropathy. And idiopathic means they don't know what causes it. They just say, "Well, it's just genetic. We don't really know." And I'm like, "Why do you call it idiopathic?" He's like, "Well, we had to give it a name. That's the only way we can get paid by the insurance company. <laughs> if we just say we don't know, we don't get paid." I'm like, "Oh god, great." Yeah, so, right. And that okay. was like, geez, I think that was probably 2016, 15, when I had that, and it's sort of just it's sort of just the bottom of my feet the front bottom of my feet so it's, it's not like it's gotten worse or anything which is good i was a little worried for a while that it was gonna like crawl up my legs and be this affect my hands or and some people who have like really bad different types of chronic diseases cancer people go to chemotherapy they have neuropathy it kind of really messes them up and so they have some obviously i don't have any of that kind of stuff so this is, seems like there's some some weird little thing so i was going to um so Colby has this performance coach that he's that he's gone to over the last few years and works out every day and does all those the weightlifting and plyometrics and all that kind of stuff, right? The guy works with like um most of his most of his his clients are high school kids who are like division one, you know, level athletes. And he has this machine that's used for neuropathy. It's basically like let's just basically creates like a creates like electrical current that goes at certain frequencies that you attach like electrodes to different parts of your feet and legs and it you do that and it's supposed to help. And I had been going to Sandy. Did I talk to you about this? Because I don't want. Am I repeating myself? Is this? The... I don't. Not not so far yet. Okay. But maybe. But you have said you have said the word Sandy many times. You've heard of her. Heard of Sandy? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Sandy had been doing a little research on the neuropathy thing because I was when we were in New York. We took a trip to New York. We were walking along uh, a lot. We were doing a ton of walking. I was complaining about my feet, and she was just like, "What's going on?" And so she wanted to see if there was something that could be done. And she saw this machine, this new cutting edge machine, electrical current thing they're doing. And then when she was 
picking Colby up and Jeremiah, his coach, had this same machine. She's like, oh my God, is that the thing? And he was like, yeah, this is what's vented for neuropathy. And so, well, did, did Jason could come in here? And he's like, oh yeah. So I was, so I was, I was going three times a week, typically, maybe two. We had three to schedule, but it always, it always seemed to be like maybe two days a week. And I don't know if it did anything or not. I don't know. Mm. You'd sit there for an hour and you'd do different things. Sometimes we were kind of doubling up and I would do some kind of weightlifting and other stuff just to kind of kill two birds with one stone, but Right. I don't know. It, it we'll, we'll see uh, cuz he's so busy this summer cuz he is all his because of the summer the kids are you know there all day long so he doesn't have a minute free where I could use to come up during lunchtime and there was no no high school kids, right? Um well he doesn't have time. And so we'll see if the summer if 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 I see some regression in it then I might go back. But that's it that's the neuropathy story. So not, not basically not much. Just a weird thing. Mm. It's just a weird thing, but yeah, they 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 feel perpetually feel like they're sort of in that. Yes, I was sitting on my feet, and now they're kind of like coming back to awake, and has that weird tingly like feeling. <laughs> yeah, that is. But weird. it's all the time. It's not like that. But you, but you know, like a lot of these things, I think you you kind of tune after a while, you kind of tune it out. You stop thinking about it. You don't think about it very much. Every once in a while, you think you you feel, you feel it more. No time. You're like, yeah. Things keep on, you know, by the time you're 50, things just sort of keep on adding up. So there's like 10 of the, 10 things like that, that over the years, it's just Yeah, there. I have, I have, uh, just... most of mine were self-inflicted from, from weightlifting. <laughs> I know, right. My back injury from my, they screwed up my S4, L4, whatever the hell it was from the stupid deadlift. And then, um, I don't know, my, I get tendonitis in both my elbows from, and I don't know if they're self-inflicted or if it just is, is this your tendons get less flexible. So we're down there when like when you're like climbing up that when I turn that obstacle course down in Belize and you're trying to pull yourself up on everything. Oh my god, that hurt like hell. Do you watch um the Netflix show The Floor is Lava? No. You you should I I really I think you should go on that show, you and Colby and uh <laughs> or is it like one of these competition like, it's a competition show, and they get families to go on there and stuff like that. I reckon you I should think write I'd have in to get and, a little better fly to it. It's really, it's basically they have made. If you could just imagine playing the game, the floor is lava, but you have like a really high production, expensive, expensive studio where the floor really is lava, like this red liquid, and you have to do this obstacle course and get from a, you know, mm -hmm. from from the open door to out to the exit door. And you've got it. It's just like a mental puzzle as well as, um, you know, as well as physical. Right. It's good. Well, speaking of shows, anything, uh, watch anything good? Well, what I can say is Strange New Worlds. What is that? The most recent episode. Strange um, New Worlds? Is Strange New Worlds Star Trek on um, Paramount. Um, the recent show is officially garbage. Is it? <laughs> the, the Elysian Kingdom. <laughs> it's just like. I don't know. There's, it's funny. Have you watched Orville by Seth MacFarlane? I MacFarlane? watched one episode of it. Yeah. Like Orville is better than Star Trek. Like Star Trek Discovery is just, it's just not like the next generation. It's just different. It's just not, it just doesn't have this, doesn't discuss like interesting life problems or something like that. So if you, if you watch Orville, the, you know, the, all the three seasons of it, it's more in the spirit of Star Trek The Next Generation than anything. What's wrong with Discovery? About. What do they not, what are they, if they don't talk about life problems, what do they talk about? Uh, no, it's it's just very um um well for, it's it's really implausible obviously. So Joe that's why Joe hates it because you know he likes 
He's Lord a hard, he likes hard science fiction, fiction, not soft yeah. science. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it's just, it's just all. Uh, it's it. I don't know. It's just like. Uh, what's the word? It's bombastic or something. I don't. It's bombastic. it's just not the same kind of storytelling. It, no, it's not. It's not that it's preachy. It's um, it's like uh, you know, like action movie type stuff. It's like okay. if Star Trek became Die Hard. Okay, <laughs> you know, right. like you did. Did you ever watch the Next Generation? Maybe you were. I never liked kind of, it. I never liked any generation. of that stuff. I like the original Star Trek oh, with Captain Kirk and. Spock, I thought it was okay. great. And everything else, I thought the I thought the new new generation was really like kind of it was just kind of um, it's like kind of clean room, politically correct. You might lack of personality. Okay, it was just I thought I I never I never liked any of those characters. I never new generation. I never liked any of those movies. I never never liked any. Interesting. Of that. I always thought that stuff was really. You might like um. Okay, you might like Strange New Worlds because they're trying to, you know, do a modern version of the first Star Trek with Strange New Worlds on Paramount. Mm. And the and the main captain guy is like a little, you know, um, sort of like Kirk in a way. Is he? Hmm. Mm. Uh, you know, just like a little sort of... Uh, have you seen Strange New Worlds? No, I, don't, I haven't watched any of that stuff. I, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a huge... I mean, I've seen the newer the Star Trek movies, the kids... Like You're not even a Trek fan, no. though. And 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 I I haven't seen a decent stuff. The first three Star Wars that came out in the seventies were good. Early everything else, as far as I concerned, pretty much sucked. Although I liked I like uh, Rogue One. I thought that was pretty good. Okay. Rogue One was pretty good. Rogue One. But most of the star, I have all the new Star Wars stuff. I thought it's was, it was just been really bad. Do you watch like the Mandalorian that type? Of yeah, stuff? we watched the Mandalorian. And I give that it's pretty good. I mean, it's B plus. It's not like okay. amazing, but it's pretty good. Yeah, that some of it is kind of boring. Why? Uh, Mike, you know, we like. I mean, it's like a family. Like, we'll watch Sarah. it. As, we'll watch it as a family, and everybody's everybody seems to enjoy it. It's pretty innocuous. My friend Sarah uh, just watched it for Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda, that's basically every time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> get... Just, I just want to see Baby Yoda right now. <laughs> Baby Yoda, it was. Is so it was. Cute. It was um, what about Stranger Things? You 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 still watching Stranger Things? Oh yeah, I watched. I finished the whole. I haven't um, watched. I think we have the, another. The we have few thing. episodes left. It's good. We watched the first. Well, I think we watched the first slate where they kind of cut. They had the first four and then the second four or something like that. Or what is it? You know, I hate it when they do a storyline like the Hopper storyline. Oh, when somebody's like totally off somewhere it's just, else. Disconnected. It's just totally off somewhere else, and it's just like, yeah, discon. That's that's. A good yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't like that as much either. I mean, it's, I would have preferred had that been resolved earlier and he had gotten back, you know, I mean, I'm assuming he gets yeah. back. I mean, but, um, for, I'm still, we're only like after four or five, as far as I know, he's still in Russia and stuff, but, um, yeah, like, I, like the worst story of it all was the one on, was it season two when Eleven goes off on her own to Chicago? Like that was the, 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 the worst episode. It was so boring. I barely even, I don't even remember that. Well, good. It was dumb. That was with the the other girl who could control, make people see things, like see a wall, or and she was the Indian girl who was trying to get her to join her little crew, and they were going to go and steal stuff. <laughs> you remember that? Do you still watch? You don't watch Walking Dead anymore, do you? I'm I actually don't. I, I stopped. I like, never. I, I kind of all the way until the last season, and then I just lost interest. It's like 
okay, Negan is like an a hole. I don't know. Yeah. No, it's just like yeah. I I no, I, he, I, I, I I kind of reformed. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he kind of. So I saw I I I watched. I watched up to like part through season six or something, and Negan when when Did, Negan uh, and and, and kind of when he kills Glenn. Yeah, after that, it was a little after that, and and um, he's kind of they're and they're you know they're trying to get the other communities to band together and start like a war, but that's they never got. I mean, I might go back to it so you don't don't tell me what happens with it. I'm sure that I'm not going to. I'm sure yeah. some, but um, I have seen like snippets that Negan is still around, so clearly they don't kill him somehow. He be you know whatever, but um, I don't know. It was Egan was so hard to take. It's hard to watch. He was he was such he an was asshole. Such, like such to an the asshole, nth yeah. degree, I was like, I don't even want to watch this guy. He was so stomach turning. Yeah, like that's too much. Sometimes they do like when baddies are just so bad. But you said bad. You said bad. Was it bad boys? Good boys? What was that? <laughs> what, what was that? What, was the, what are you talking about? What was that show? The boys. The boys. The boys. Yeah, you said the boys was like they they were really bad. Like almost. No, 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 not. I mean, there's. It's just too much for the violence. Violence is diabolical. That is diabolical. The word is diabolical. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we're we're watching. I don't. I don't. I can't tell. I don't know if the last episode we watched was the season finale or not. We're within a. If it's not, we're within. We are one or two episodes. I the the boys is just extremely well done. Extremely well done. I mean, that's a. I think it's like a rating like an eight point seven or eight point nine or something, which is. You know, hmm. the, that's like Breaking Bad territory. Breaking Bad is like a nine one or nine three. I should check it out. I do worry though. Like when I get into one of these things, it just does suck up so much life. It's like I've I've been. You just it, can't you watch know, one at night, one at like, one time, one at night. No, no, and then and then that's task flow halted for three days, basically. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't. Well, I think let's see. I think anything else has come out this new. So. I don't know. I'm gonna have to find. I want to find some new shows. Um, Goliath was one of my favorites. That's gone. That's done. The Sinner was one of my favorites. That's done. Bosch. Bosch is. Oh, I really. But that moved over to like. Reamer or Tremor. It was like a, It was like the I old IMDb it was like Hulu. Just, I don't know. You heard of Bosch? I've told you about that, but you won't watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't That's seen good. it. Though. All right, so we are we done? Is there anything? Yeah, you wanted, let's do it. Let's you wanted do it. to talk about? No, I, I think, think we got uh, it, man. It's it. over we, two hours. We, we hit the two hour mark. We, it's over two hours. This was a this was a like an in the weeds, even more than normal, I think. But I think it was a good All one. Right, good. All right, that's a wrap. We're out.